コミックトーク 616A ようこそ。このシーズンはマッシュ・ボノ・モーシーズ・マンスター・バース・アブ・マドネスことが話します。You are listening to Comic Talk 616, a podcast on all things nerdy.We can be found on Anchor FM or anywhere you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, comictalk616.weebly.com. That is every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Remind us not to vote for Kyle if he ever runs for president. <laughs> you won't have to worry about that. Yeah, there's the worst choices. <laughs> yeah. There's Rachel. You don't want to register Shut for up. president. She'll start a war. She'll <laughs> just start a war. I right away. Have six of the same ones. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> nice. Wow, then I haven't started yet. All right. Are we ready? I think so. Right, welcome to Comic Talk 6, everybody. Six, just six. Just yeah, Comic Talk 616. Oh, yeah. Hi, we sold the one six. <laughs> we, we, liquidi- we liquidated the one six. Sorry, we had、uh, cutbacks.、Oh. Had too many interns to pay. We had to let go of the 16. <laughs> so, welcome to Comic Talk 616, everybody.、Uh, we are a show that talks about all things nerdy, especially comic books, your、uh, Marvel, and maybe a little DC here and there. And、uh, this week, also some Tolkien. So、uh, stay tuned for that.、Uh, but how's everybody's weeks going so far?、Uh, Introduce yourself. Cool.、Uh, I'm Jake, I'm Lord Face Tat. <laughs> And how's your week?、Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Last night we did, a, we did a Hobbit dinner, so that was pretty fun.、Um, so you guys like dug a hole in a hill and just like. No, no, no. I actually tore down my neighbor's house and we buried him in it and then dug him a grave and then had a dinner on top of it. Jake, if someone ever dies close to you, like, you're the first person people are going to go to. It's just that neighbor, though.、So、yeah. No, so we, uh, no, we, uh, we put together、uh, a dinner that matched up to something that you would eat in Middle Earth and kind of just hung out. You guys should have been there, but that's fine.、Um, we should have. <laughs> <laughs> and so we,、uh, we did that, and then kind of in lieu of playing Dungeons and Dragons, went up to Evergreen and booked the venue for the wedding. So that's pretty cool.、Uh, it took us longer because of Matt, because he's a bad person. So that's fine. <laughs> that's fine.、Um, he's cursed. Don't take him on road trips. <clears throat> Sorry, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then、uh, yelled out a Karen, or Matt yelled out a Karen. No. I tried being nice to the Karen, and then Matt yelled at the Karen. No, Matt, does, Matt, Matt doesn't abide Karens. Yeah. He was, he was like, we were sitting at the fire, and he's like, you know what? F this Karen. Manager mode. <laughs> and then he just, like, implode, like, everything just imploded on her, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Sucks to suck. Well, yeah. Was yeah. it awesome? I'll explain, that, I'll explain that when it gets around to my turn. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that, was, that was my week. I spent a ton of money. <laughs> Pretty fun much. Times, fun times. You bought Galactus, didn't you? No, I bought a wedding venue and、oh, then I know. food. No, I haven't. You、yeah, haven't yet? Okay. I'm waiting for the pre order. 
Oh yeah. It's not so funny. when you see me crying, but with a huge smile on my face, <laughs> then you know I bought when the artist. When you're crying, tears of painful joy. Painful joy. I always assume you're crying a tear of a like. Cross. So you know, like Hell, you know, like Hellraiser the movie, how it's like about pain and pleasure. This is like the nerd version of that. Like I'm dying internally because like I financially like effed myself, but I'm going to have a 36 inch Galactus that lights up. <laughs> Blessing me in my office. How tall is that? Like, everything tall. I'm trying to think of it. Three feet. I'm near three feet. Two feet. Toddler oh. size. Okay. It's 32 inches tall. 32. So Thank you, but I'm trying to visualize just over that. Two, like it's just over two and a half feet. Oh, bro, why would you buy like that? From the table. Why not? <laughs> oh, from the table. I mean, if, yeah. you, <laughs> if you can afford Here's it, it's thing. not going to. You don't buy a Galactus figure and then have it show up small. That's. That's offensive. I mean, that's kind of facts. I'm sorry. I mean, if you if you have if you have the other uh, Marvel figures, they're like seven inches tall. Why not have the Galactus that goes with? I need to find a little Earth Marvel and make it like look like a cookie and put it in his hand. <laughs> you can I'm make Steve. a resin cookie, dude. It's hey, got like over six hundred pieces. Anyway, we talked about it last week. It's super awesome. I'm ready for it. My week. Your week. Thank I'm staying on my channel. I've been on vacation for two weeks. Let's go back to work. Yippee. Yay. Yeah. <clears throat> Wife's niece came and visited us for the week from Denver, so that was nice. I'm exhausted because I haven't been working for two weeks. Get <laughs> <laughs> to go into work exhausted. Not, work, not working does that to you. It really does. It does. I'm the Oracle. <laughs> I don't have a job because I'm awesome and own my own business with my husband, who I just got married to. That's Yay. like, that's like yeah. double jobs. Having your own business doesn't mean you work. Oh, fuck. We do work nothing, work. bro. Like, yes. Thank you for the golf clap. Slow clap. Steven, do you like my golf clap? <laughs> I feel bad laughing at it. Like, you brought it up. I know, but I still feel bad. You're allowed to laugh. Stephen just did a two-handed joke this morning that it was so cute. I, 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 do, I, do, I, do, I know. Like Jake was making hand comments during the wedding, and I was just like, I can't. Should I? Can I laugh? I don't know if I can laugh. Well, when he asked me if I would take his hand in marriage, or if he could take my hand in marriage, I'm sorry. What? I was what, like, what did you do? Because which one? I was like, that's rude. I like them. <laughs> Will you take my other hand? It's like you won't have any left. That works really well. Listen, when they say to give everything to your wife, that doesn't mean physically your body parts. It actually does. Like, no, I love it. Actually, our figurine for the top of the cage was missing a hand. So we just had to match it up. So she took a machete and chopped off my hand. Have you, have you ever thought of getting like one of those tiny hands and just like getting that museum wax and just like boop on there and then just like walk up and just like caress someone's face randomly? I'm actually Deadpool. Like the dude from the movie? Yes, that's my good. How much room? Mash, mash the potatoes with it. Oh god! Oh, scary yes. movie. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Tenderize it. Like, oh, so nauseating. So I am, I am not exhausted because I do not do anything. Hmm. But our week was good. Is that week good? Yeah. Yeah. Our week was good. Um, we've been watching Doctor Who again. I'm. Showing him the ninth doctor. 
It's my first time watching. Mm. Again, for me. Not my favorite. Doctor Who. He's my favorite. We know who the scare is. <laughs> the ninth one is Peter Capaldi, right? No. No. no, no it's it's Eccleston. 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 Fantastic. Uh, the bad guy from Gone in 60 12. Seconds. Oh, I was more... Yeah, okay. yeah Peter Capaldi is 12. Dude, I don't like Eccleston. Go back and watch Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, David Tennant is deliciously <laughs> go away. handsome and like the perfect doctor. David Tennant's great, and I was trying to explain uh, who he was to him. David Tennant is delicious. Please correct that sentence. <laughs> no, I, I'll agree. I'll agree with that statement. Oh, oh God. So I was trying to explain to my husband who David Tennant was because he he like he knew the name, but he didn't quite get the face. So I was like, hey, you know the guy from Harry Potter or whatever. And then yeah. I finally realized earlier today, oh my God, oh, it's the guy from was Good Omens. You've seen Good Omens. He's like, yeah, I've seen Good Omens. Yeah, he's delicious. The delicious he's demon from Good Devilishly delicious. He, he looks really good in purple, too. Steve, does yes, he does. Oh, he's so good. So does my wife. So Are your ears good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, guys. What? He's, your he's done broke. I'm broke? Who broke? Steve broke. Steve broke. Oh, no. It's Shall I speak? Continue. <laughs> so, I am bright. I am. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. What did we do? Um, through a government website where we had to create a profile, we learned that one of the languages was Karen. <laughs> that was enlightening to see that, that you the government. You can choose that you speak Karen now. I thought Seriously? I didn't fall through on it. I just saw it. I thought it was important to let you I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> well, Matt, uh, I think we made a mistake. I just didn't understand her language. Yeah, we just didn't understand what she was saying. You know, that's exactly. super language weird. barrier. Like, you gotta get it translated. Um, it was right above English too, so I feel like they've been doing that a lot. Okay. Okay. It's called white trash English. You can only do it after like a few shots about like about a light of like well, um, cheap whiskey, natty light, no, cheap tequila, um, Chardonnay with ice ice cubes. Ugh. Uh, I don't even. I don't even drink. That's offensive. That is my. I just so, figured, like, the only words in that language were, can I speak to your manager? Or, or I'm entitled. I'm entitled. Or I pitched screaming. <laughs> and there's sign language. How does it go? Or then there's, <laughs> it is ma'am. It's ma'am. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a different I'm offended. No, no, that's a character. <laughs> well, they, they, they learned a new phrase. There's also the, oh, no, stop feeling me. Or the other hand, Victoria's um, Secret. Please help. One lady, yeah. Oh, the Victoria's Secret lady. Yeah, she oh, was, God. oh my God, she was insane. Listen, I'm offended. You <laughs> should be. Yeah, I am too. As a human being, I'm offended. Oh my God. So I finally also watched uh, episode one of Loki. And yes, I'm very impressed. It is yeah. really cool to see the guy with the broken nose. I love him, Owen Wilson. You know, the <laughs> guy. <laughs> I like. How, I like. How he used his name after. You like the guy with the broken nose. As if that's the more popular title. <laughs> so, so now we're gonna be like, hi, this is Brian. Hi, this is the man with the missing hand, Brian. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. I was asked to pull it. That's the kind of thing that makes I'm definitely wow. impressed with uh, the way that that goes going. So, never like, happens. Chip away at that. But we've been mostly, for when it comes to TV, getting in Doctor Who and, and more Parks and Rec because it's awesome. Yeah, and we're trying to introduce our son, who you all know, the disciple. His mm -hmm. girlfriend, Tori, has been in town 
um, from St. Louis for a while, so we've been trying to introduce her to all things nerdy and fun. Yes. As you guys begin to watch more Parks and Rec, you'll notice that Steve's spirit animal is Ron Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> also, mine, it's not Tom, but his like sketchy friend who plays Sonic. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to admit, that's John Ralphio. John Ralphio, John Ralphio? Uh, John Ralphio is my spirit animal. I, I know I'm self aware enough. Can you no. just say that? Yes. Yeah. This is like my fourth, I think, run through of Parks and Rec. It's her first, so it's like really exciting. So good. Yeah. Matt's his dog. I've got to get him into the office, though, and we've already got a good place. So we're, we're Michael Shirk Geeks for now. And sometimes April Ludgate. Right? Yeah, you were April the other day. <laughs> Matt's Jerry, not by choice. Well, my name's Erwin. I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. Been here for three weeks. You should say, my, I'm the man with the orange shirt, and then your name. <laughs> now is it really orange? It could be the lighting. I mean, it could be some kind of peach thing. I'm offended. I mean, are you assuming the color of my shirt? No, it's just. I'm so sorry it's, about Jake. He does yeah. not. <laughs> you told me to kill him. You said you said do your handiwork on him. Hey, enough with the handy jokes. <laughs> it doesn't take much to make them choke, so, yeah. Can I just say, Kyle, every time you wear that shirt to the podcast, I have to say that I love it. It's a sweet shirt, right? It used to glow in the dark. Yeah. Oh, man. See, I love Sans, but I'm all about the patterns. Mm. Okay. The hard pick. Let Orange Guy speak. That's okay. No, no, no. Yeah, Orange Guy recently quit Domino's. He's been there for 17 years. So Is that a clap moment? That was. Yes. Okay, it was one of those. Yes! 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 Uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Way down Rhode Island. So. Oh. But I hopped around because the owner, I mean, the owner actually, because of all this, if you notice, all the big corporations are condensing. So the, my, the owner of that one happens to, he's in the last two years, he's probably got like five, six you know what I mean? Like it's because the, the fish eats the smaller fish, you know. But um, but yeah, and I called it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give him my three weeks because I gave him three weeks because I'm nice, you know, stupid. <laughs> and uh, they're gonna Never offer me some crazy. And and it's like I've been saying for years. The second that I told him I was quitting, oh, we got a new position and we got more money for you, uh, and you can still make tips. And I'm like, well, that's nice and all, but I'm going to Colorado, so I'll let you know when I come back. If I come back, you know what I mean? Like I'll let you know. Yeah, more than me. The last, the last actual job I had, I just left the keys and left. Yeah, well, I've been so, with them for so long, and those are my buddies. Like, like the, you know, you, you get used to. It. I didn't want, and plus, like, again, because of all this, you know, every, the quote unquote unemployment. Yet, every you can't hire anybody because nobody wants to. You know, don't seem to be getting anybody to, to apply. It's like, you know, it's weird the, the way it's working with, especially I think the restaurants. You know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, Right. It's it, no sorry. It's one of those things where it's just like, well, people are getting this money and they're like starting up their own businesses. Yeah, and yeah. they can be their own boss. And they're getting tired. Why are they going to <coughs> yeah, no, work for sense. people that suck? Amen. That was the thing, because like, plus yeah. you know, like they're they're quote unquote hurting for people, but yet you know, like it's just you look at how they're treating people and you're like, you know, that's not you. Yeah. Like so, I did, I felt bad because my my friend was the manager. You know what I mean? But as soon as I left, it triggered some kind of event. And next thing you know, three, now now everyone else is getting way more money. Now so this guy's getting a raise, this one's getting a raise, this one's getting a new position. But you know, I've been there for so long. And uh, yeah, my favorite you, you customers, 
you know, I sent, I sent a, tic, uh, a picture of uh, the mountains to one of my favorite customers. And they're like, well, if you like this view, you should see this view. They kind of sent me a different picture. So oh, wow. They, they, they were, one, you know, one of those, you know, my favorite customers I used to like to go deliver to. And they always had some kind of fun surprise waiting. They just say, I was like, well, you like this view? And they're like, well, how you like that view? And I was like, well, that's a nice view too. <laughs> but um, other than that, I'm getting used to the manual labor because I've been um, helping uh, helping their dad, you know, do lawn work. And so going from 13, 17 years of driving to mm-hmm. like, and, you know, I'm, I'm actually amazed at what I'm doing. I'm like, wow, I could do manual labor. I didn't I know can, that. <laughs> so, I can breathe there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can rake stuff, you know? Yeah. And I could do a real good job of raking. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Man, now I'm hungry for pizza. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, now, man, I want to rake some leaves. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've done plenty of manual labor. I'm yeah. done with that crap. <laughs> what have you been watching? Because you have been uh, stuff Well, now do. that I have all this free time, I figured i to catch up on One Piece. Yeah. And then, uh, <clears throat> what is it? Uh, My Hero Academia. Yes, the new season yeah. is great. So good. good. Oh my gosh. And then these guys got me hooked on to a good place or something. So. Yes. But it's like now all of a sudden I'm going, I don't, I've never watched TV, but I've never turned my radio on. I always got some kind of podcast going. And all of a sudden, like, I got three shows. I'm like, hold on, man. I'm trying to catch on with One Piece, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, one, one Piece is like. Yeah. 19 shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but they're good. Yeah. That's oh, good. yeah. It's just a chore. A lot of good reading here. <laughs> it just did its thousandth <laughs> chapter a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, and it's like one, it's about to do like one zero five, one thousand fifty. It's gonna like Naruto, right? Yeah. Naruto, yeah. dude. I watched that. Except that chapters, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I watched every single one from one to whatever the last one was. And Naruto was. Well, that's good. Pass it on. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Matt, the uh, Lord, Emperor, and Baron of the Moon. The worst. Also known as the worst. Uh, <laughs> he punches uh, babies. So, <laughs> so nerdy thing I did this week, I watched uh, Resident Evil Revelations, I believe it was. Uh, oh, how was that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Passable. It's very okay. <laughs> Five out of ten. It wasn't. Steve makes. It wasn't amazing. Well, there was a couple spots like. It is basically just like a hour and a half long cutscene, and the thing about Resident Evil, Resident Evil is really fun because you're playing it. The story is like makes just no sense sometimes. You don't pay attention yeah. to the story. Well, and I'm like, okay, so this person, like, some there's some points where like people just like end up in the same place, and you're like, really, <laughs> really, you ended up in the same place in the planet? Okay, you've never that's never happened to you. You've never like phoned a child like, oh, Kyle's here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. that, that's a coincidence well like the thing is that, like they show a big long scene of like how long it's going to take this one person to get there and then another person it, another character is there like I don't know it, it focuses on Jill and Leon um, but like Jill ends up at a place but it took Leon like days to get there <laughs> like circumventing it there and she just showed up Randomly, yeah, Resident Evil. <laughs> but like, there was some, there were, there were some good parts. But like, then there was some stuff where I was like, oh, yeah, this is this would have been better as a game. <laughs> so I love that. Uh, I also, 
also, I also told the lady yesterday, so Jake was trying to be real nice, but she was like lecturing Jake about why free shipping is a bad idea for a business. Also, to add context, uh, we had, I'm not trying to shame anyone, but being where one of my jobs is like social media marketing and management, um, if you want to reach a certain demographic of people that like meets a certain like type of like niche, eating hot dogs with Velveeta cheese is not the way to do that. <laughs> yeah, on a video. Okay. That's one of her like on her on her dice making channel. That is a video. <laughs> But no, I don't want to know. I, the thing is that, like, you do, you do your own thing, you do your content or whatever, but, like, she's like, oh, I'm part of the community. Like, no, no, you're not. You're really not. <laughs> she also brought it up several times. You should take it down. Take it down. Yeah. Take what down? Take down the free shipping. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, so she was angry I guess at the it, fact that we offered free shipping. Like it offended her because, <laughs> because it's offensive, Steve. Free shipping is offensive. So, so like well, it's oppressive. So just to hear that internet, free shipping is the worst. Well, so I'm about this close to kicking you out of my house. So, <laughs> so, well, so well, before is, he does, could I get free shipping? And like, <laughs> the thing is, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. The, the problem is that like one time saying something is advice. Four messages. If that's a lecture. And we don't yeah. need lectured by somebody who isn't, like, I don't know, way better than us. Like, you have to be way better than us to lecture us. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she, also, she also made a comment of just, like, it seems like you have more money than me already. And it's just, like... Your store doesn't work. Her store doesn't work. We, we Link to her store goes to an Etsy store that does not function. You know, why, you know why we have more money than you? Free shipping. Point is, like, it's just like that's Boom. that's ridiculous. Well, the thing is, like, Jake was trying to be really nice, but I was like, I read the messages. I was like, nah, nah, we're not abiding this. I, is her name Karen? It's not, but she got really mad when I called her that. So like, so <laughs> don't act like no. Like, like, so seriously, like seriously, like, I tried the high road and I was like, hey, thank nah, you. Like, I took we the appreciate your response. Well, and like it just didn't click. And then I was like, I don't know what to do at this point. Like I genuinely tried being nice and like handling it. And then Matt was just like, "No, flames <laughs> came out of his eyes." And then just like you saw the earth crack and like heat like come up from the ground. Well, the, okay. and he like grabs so, my phone. and was like, <laughs> "No, no." But, so, he was using my phone. And like what the death metal band like showed out of nowhere. What we did? So <laughs> yeah, no. What? No. See what happens is like I still stayed professional. I just was mean professional at that point. I was like, like professional. Like Thomas Edison mean professional. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, also, the thing yeah. is, also, uh, shipping has nothing to do with making dice. That's called, that has to do with selling products, which doesn't seem to be a strong suit. So. Yeah. You, yeah. Moral of the story, sucks to suck. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 Okay, we'll pass that on. Cool. I'm the intern of this episode, Rachel, because Annalise isn't here, so... I'm going to be sad and alone all night. It's going to be great. Um, it's okay. You're the jock. Absolutely. Yeah. You're I'm a jock. Of course. Bro. Yeah. Let's, let's go with that. Bro. Bro. Oh, I just went to the... Actually, I go to the gym twice a day. No, that's enough sports ball talk. Moving on. <laughs> Free um, shipping. Do you uh, I leveled up in kickboxing, and I'm really proud of it. Um, I'm an I'm, I'm orange wrap now. That legit happened this week. It was my week. It was good. What? He's the orange 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Don't be colorist. Colorist? I can give you my raps. Is that, okay. you, is that why you straight kicked me across the back yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I like. <laughs> Breaks back. I'm well, just standing I, there. Because, I don't know, I just felt like a good time to kick him. I don't know. Anyway, um, that did happen. Anyway. Um, Siblings. I'm watching Attack on Titan with a friend, and she doesn't want to watch it by herself, so I'm slowly inching along in the fourth season. It's so much torture to not watch it by myself, so it's really cool to see it move along. Um, Was that your friend who broke into my house? No. She actually hates anime, so, yeah, she's not really a friend. Um, (laughs) That's my my best friend, Eva. You know? Okay. Um, No, but, uh, so, just... Hanging out. Um, didn't do much this week. I worked out of town. That was cool. Worked in Carbondale. Had to deal with a bunch of rich people. Mm. That's less fun. Always a joy. I um, lived in Carbondale for two and a half years. There's not that many rich people. Now there is. The, the Dude, there are so many there. Yes. All the house, like the nor- like a normal house to buy there in Carbondale is worth $1 million. And I'm just like, how do normal people live here? The, the thing is, they don't. He lived there. I know, he, but he not now. moved out in November. But I had a basement studio. He had, he had the upper hand. He did have the upper hand. Man, you left at the wrong time. Somebody was really giving me a hand up, and I never deny a hand. They asked for an arm and a leg. He compromised. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, listen, I won't give you that, but here's his handout. <laughs> Free shipping. Free shipping. <laughs> Free shipping. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. Nope. Go like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we do it. So, that was my week. It was pretty great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thumbs up. Thanks, Thanks for watching our YouTube <laughs> I realized that I did the uh, thumbs up. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my I do it every talk. week. I do it. I'm still doing it. I do it every week. Uh, I put the thumbs up when I'm done talking, and I don't realize. Basically, that. like flipping them off. It's kind of rude. <laughs> Actually, just, right now, I'm just saying you're number one. <laughs> now I'm thumbs up. I'm stumped. I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway. Caitlin. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm the one who randomly appears out of the ether. What? Why are you sorry? I said your name wrong. I'm sorry. No, you did. It's Caitlin. I said Caitlin. I'm sorry. Oh, did you? Oh, I didn't hear it. I just responded. It was very subtle. It was very subtle. So, good job. We paid no Um, Yeah, nobody noticed what you you pointed it out, so. Uh, It's not really warm in here. Um, Anyway. Um, Yeah, my week is good, except for the fact that I'm effing exhausted, and all I did was clean this weekend, so I'm really effing tired. (laughs) But what are we watching right now? Beastars. Season I'm watching season two, which is amazing. Really watching Shadow House, which is a super awesome, interesting anime about shadow, like nobility, and they have like these living dolls that are their faces. It's really creepy, but it's really cool. I'm super digging it, and we're watching Hero Academia. Yep. And also watching it's Assassination cool. Classroom for the first time. So, Oof. Are you taking How notes? Far are you? Uh, we're almost um, at the end of season one. Okay. Yeah, no, I know we're going to cry. It's so yeah, good. The friend who recommended to us has already informed us of future tears. Yeah, but we cried. I think I finished that at 2 a.m. and I cried so hard my mom came down and yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> I like nice. that's her response. Are you crying, Rachel? Go to bed. <laughs> that actually was kind of spot on. Well, as... As Revenge, we made him watch uh, Madoka Magica, which oh. is a show that 
really messes with you. And it's only 12 episodes, and he cried and was also scarred for life. So we're like, love ya. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <coughs> so we're watching Assassination Classroom. So. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, no. Overall, pretty good. There you go. Cool. Stinking cat's trying to get into my box of comics. Mm. She you says it's my box. box of comics? Yes. Pretty sure that box. My, my box of comics that I'm giving to you guys. So, yeah, I'm Kyle, the Lord Pope deity of the Church of Evanation. And uh, yeah, my, I, had, I had a pretty good week. So, uh, uh, last week I did not have a good week, and my former employer informed me all of a sudden that my position was no longer remote, and I was out of a job. So that sucked. The uh, insurance one? Yeah, insurance. So while Jake will be taking a trip to uh, Overland Park, Kansas, <laughs> have fun, Jake. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a roll of toilet paper for the road. Free fly, please. Free fly. Gills come back. But yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, so I was doing a job search last weekend, got some pretty fast responses, and did a, did a few interviews this week, and got two offers, and so now I will be going with uh, Century Benefits this year, doing basically the same thing. All right, right on, dude. Congratulations. So, yeah, that was that was good. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, God, proud of them. Yep. What? They sting in the what, uh, what is Century um, Benefits? They do Medicare insurance. Medicare insurance. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Kyle works for the man. Sorry, I don't I know do, what that means. Those are some. Sort of. Sorry, there's dogs. That's Toby, our basset hound, coming down the stairs, Toby being graceful. I'm not yeah. surprised. I was hoping to see that at least once. Yeah. It's really funny, right? Because he like goes down like a teeter totter. <laughs> sounds like Neil Peart's drumming. What you need to do is like Neil Peart. <laughs> What you need to do is take Sorry. two little plastic kids and like like time to them. So when he goes down the stairs, they are teeter tottering. Oh he would be so upset. <laughs> but then you make a gift, make millions off of it. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I know exactly how he would react to that. He'd, he'd like struggle with it, try to get it off for a minute, and then he'd just like lay down and pout until you took it off. He'll look, yeah, he'll give up a life to something. He'll lick your. Yeah, he, he is. He is yeah. a basset hound. That's what they do. They just, they're like, nope, and then they flop down. Our dog on like when when we take him what? for a walk, we'll he's done. He swaps down. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to another step. You have to pick him up and walk him back. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I have to pick him up in a while. He just sits yeah. and stops and like, no, we're going home. Yeah, you just... Home like, now. Once you like nudge him back in the direction of home, he's like, oh, we're going home. Sweet. I have energy now. Let's go. I found that thing you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about what you guys, what you said for him to go to Kansas. Have you ever seen um, on YouTube that, that video of the Annoying Devil? You ever seen no. him? No. He's a trip. So, in response to what you said about the lawn, he, you show him a video where he literally goes to a city park in New York and just gathers all the, you know, all the remains from the dogs, right? And he puts them in a bag, and then he goes on. So you see him, and he's lining the bridge, like lining the bridge, the whatever bridge with the walkway, and he just lines them one by one, and then he just sits there videotaping as everybody's in one, and as the commute has to go through. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's older videos, but that dude, he's funny. Like it's called the oh, it's called the annoying devil. Like the stuff that he does is do like the same stuff with my pen. <laughs> so like, how do you, how do you prepare? Do you just eat like nothing but Taco Bell? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, does, it, does, it doesn't take much. <laughs> it does not. Dude, 
if I have a sugary candy bar, man, I am telling you what, it's, it's coming out like the McDonald's ice cream machine is not broken. <laughs> that was an analogy. All right. Nice. Moving on. On there? It's thick and creamy. How about let's do our job now and talk nerdy news? Oh, gosh. Would love to. Yeah. So I get uh, first bit of news. Reverse thing. Uh, so they released a game called Pokemon Unite. It's basically a Pokemon MOBA? League, League of Legends. It's League, League of Legends. League of Legends is essentially a Pokemon. Well, they, there's other... Well, yeah, it's like League of Legends. It's, it's League uh, of Legends. It's not League of Legends. There's other ones that are like just like that. Like Force Arena, I guess. Like that. That's a genre. Like, that's yeah. not necessarily... Like, League of Legends is the biggest one, but that's a genre. Uh, anyways, but... Uh, they released yeah. the game for free, uh, free to play. And basically, it's, on, on it's actually it's not it's not free to play. It's uh, pay to win. Oh, big yeah, time! Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. like, impact. so like, a hundred percent. If you play the game with like paid the paid stuff that you can get, you can pay for boosts essentially to make your items better. To you know, pump up attack and defense and such. Yeah. And there's a video of a guy. Um, his uh, his uh, Twitch name is Moist Critical. <laughs> he does, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, he like he showed a video where he like spent about a hundred bucks and just like destroyed people all day. Just and most to, of them are probably kids. And <laughs> well, the thing is, he like he took on people like four v one on a game that he literally—it's not a game that he like mastered. It's a brand new game to everybody. Yeah, and he's beating people four to one. Yeah. <laughs> so we, oh, we so we talked yeah. about this on the Pokemon podcast actually. Um, yeah. In how uh, it's broken. So right now it, mm-hmm. it's only available on the Switch and it will be available on mobile uh, in September. Right. But right now, so the uh, the the Pokemon company didn't realize like that was going to be the result of this like paywall, mm-hmm. and so they're actually actually as of right now practically trying to fix that because they wanted to encourage people to buy but not like buy and then win so they're um they're they're actively trying to fix it to balance out so that way like yeah it's it's just like right as of as it sits right now horribly right so like what they wanted to do is like of course if you buy stuff you might get some advantage like pokemon go like you can buy more pokeballs and you have more advantage that way but you also can go to the stops and get more but 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 you don't have an like but the thing with the difference between that is like god tier level. Well, yeah. the difference between that is like you are competing with people to catch Pokemon versus like direct. I am directly right interacting with them. Yeah, and that's what they realized the the, the mistake was. But yeah, it's I know pretty rough. Sam and I are going to be playing it uh, pretty heavily just so we can do like a really thoroughly review on the the Critical Hit podcast. Yeah, so. well, like I said, the, I got it from uh, I got it from Dylan this morning. He told me about it, and I kind of looked into it. I was like, wow, this is so broken. Because they just released that other that video of the guy. I, the guy just released this video. I think he goes by Penguin something. Pen- right. Penguin Zero. Penguin Zero on uh, on YouTube. And he released videos of it, and it's bad. I yeah. watched it. I watched a few. And the, and the crazy thing, the game just came out a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. So, oh, shoot, it was just like this week? Yeah. yeah. Dang, I thought it was like, like open. Literally the last like 72 hours. Gosh. So, it, it, like I said, it seems like a fun game and it's going to be something that people are going to hop on. But uh, the one thing I do know is the Pokemon Company International is really big on like not pissing their fans off. Yeah. And so they're going to like, here's the thing. 
if people don't this people don't like the pay to win thing like it tees them off pretty quickly so they're they're proactively going to, it will be fixed and yeah. i guarantee you like they'll also probably compensate those who may have gotten screwed over by it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cost. Yeah, because it's, uh, when, when we ordered some cards and we didn't, like, they missed one item, they sent us a whole new prepackaged thing that was, like, worth five times the amount of the one thing that we didn't get. So they're they're going to, they're, like... No, they, well, they usually come through. It's just, like, that's a... It's a, it's a crappy a, situation for that's the That's a right big, now. like, that's a... That's a big whoopsie for Nintendo. Like, I don't think I've ever seen them actually have that big of a... Controversy, right? For a while, now. it was a oopsie yeah. boopsie for sure. I, I definitely agree. When Pokemon Go came out way back, you know, it's funny because in Bristol, they still. I mean, my, my brother still he he was hard on it. Like they still got the they got the crew, and they all meet up. And but I I remember because uh, in the beginning it was there was a certain way that that game ran, and then little by little they they started changing it because they wanted to make it so that other people could play. You know, and so in the scenario, the people that 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 bought into it, right? If they do, when they do the the change, you know, because like in the beginning with Pokemon Go, it was like <clears throat> it was about to, game violence, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you had to <laughs> you had to earn your right to, to 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 get to a certain level, you know. And then it was like, oh, but that's too hard. So then they they had made it now. You know, you, like we, we would spend like hours just building up one tower, right? At that ten level tower, we could leave. We'd build the ten level tower and just leave it there. There would only be like three people in the tower, you know. But then, you know, we'd take over the entire town, and it was like a battle. It was kind of, you know, that's what I thought was cool back then. You, you would be battling like everybody. Like I remember going to a. That's when I had to change my name on the thing because I went to a stoppage shop, and the dude's like, "You're such and such, aren't you?" I'm like, I don't know you. What do you mean? I saw you. You took down my gym yesterday. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm at work. I got my, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to change my name. <laughs> we did that once. Uh, there was this person who was using the tag Skater Girl and was taking our gyms. I remember. So we took it and then we put our weakest Pokemon and nicknamed him Skater Girl. We didn't see your sense. <laughs> oh, but you remember back then, like, yeah. you, like, but then they, they made it. Like, once you, you had to get to a certain no, level. And it, yeah, they did definitely do some stuff that, like, now made it a little less. Yeah, now, like, I was so mad when, like, all of a sudden your Pokemon didn't matter that it was such and such because you could get taken out by a little Pidgey or something. You know what I mean? Like, the way they, the way they changed it. But we used to have we used to have territories, straight territory battles, you know, like, right. like to the point where these people, like, you know, they it was it was yeah. like a business. Yeah, it was great, dude. You know, to the orange guy in Providence. Yeah, so mad. The orange guy. Sorry, he had like a spoofer and they'd be on the internet, you know. Yeah, So I I do hope that they keep this nice and competitive, but also like. Yeah, fix it in a way that like works. Gets rid of the like the data. So, well, well, it's fine to have boosts. It's fine to have like, oh, I got this special thing. But man, it's really rough when one out. when one person has like all these boosts that they paid for and you have nothing. Yeah, and yeah. you're just getting slapped to death. Yeah. And you could grind and get it, but it's just it's you're. Here's the thing. By the time you get it, it's going to be irrelevant, and right. it's not going to matter. Right, it's, it, it's like playing a link battle with someone, but their level is capped at 150, while yours is just at 100. Like, it's impossible to win. Exactly. And nobody yeah. likes grinding and getting to the point where, okay, I can get it. it doesn't well, that's matter. the thing. They don't have to grind. They just slap some money down, and they're there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, you slap someone with money and see if they get it. I mean, <laughs> haven't tried it. But you know what would work? Free shipping. 
Free shipping. So, a couple other things that happened this week. Um, there were two new source books announced. Well, three books actually announced, but two new source books for D and D that we hadn't heard about before. Um, there is the. Well, going to take you to class. Yeah, that is the um, Strixhaven: A Curriculum of Chaos. That's the one that's uh, the Magic the Gathering setting. Basically, <laughs> but it has to do with school, and also it's a bunch of one shots apparently that you can run. Yeah. C- kind of like Candlekeep or um, so the one. Yeah, uh, the upcoming uh, Circus of Something that will be coming out in September. That yeah, has, like, the Displacer alternate art that I'm going to get. Yeah, I'm like super stoked for that. Yeah, and then there's all they have also released a setting book for Taldori. Mm-hmm. So that, actually, that one's not released by the official company. That's actually released by. Darrington Press, that's the one run by Critical Role. But it is a supplement book for 5th edition, which is real cool. Because a lot of people like that world. They listen to many, many, many hours of that show. Yeah. Dude, or watch. So, honestly, to, to, to do that, I think it, like I wish more people would like release unofficial content books for like, D&D, like for their own worlds. Because it's like... That people make a lot of cool worlds and a lot of cool content, you know, and if you have the ability to print your own stuff for people to play, I think you should do it. You know, I think people should follow Critical Role's um, example, you know, and if you built a solid world, you know, and could adapt it, like, to the 5th edition rules or whatever the modern play is, freaking do it. I think it's dope, honestly. <clears throat> like, I, I think we need to have more uh, non-Wizards of the Coast-based source books. Agree. Hail Hydra. There's another thing they released, and kind of just for a fun, it's the um, it's from the X Men ninety the 90s X Men, and it's the uh, it's from the it's also from the meme where Wolverine's like laying in bed, staring oh. at the picture. They have a statue for it. Yes. it's like a full on statue. It's fantastic. Do, you, do we know that if you could insert your own picture in the picture frame, I mean, or is it listen, Gene and Cyclops? It's probably Gene and Cyclops, but I think like. <laughs> Listen, there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Please tell me they're making another one with, like, multiple Spider-Men pointing at each other. Spider-Man. One day. That would be great. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It, it would be, be hilarious if there is a picture insert, so, like, you have the figure, and then, like, if you, like, obviously point it in the right direction, you can insert your own photo, and it's just, like, Wolverine. Wouldn't that be, like, a great business, though? And I, I want to I wanna figure it so Batman just backhanding Robin. That'd be great, too. So with with your own live laugh yes. quote, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a statue. It is an action figure, complete with changeable hands, heads, everything. Oh, oh! I don't think I'd take it out of the box because the box has the bed. So yeah, I feel like, like just having a guy that lays down. It's a weird action. Yeah, it's not. It's a it's a full on action figure. So it's not just it's an Wolverine laying down pose. <laughs> That's not as cool. It's an actual action figure. That's not fun. I'm not gonna say. No, it is. Because that's what the way they decided how? to pack yeah, it. Why, why would you have a full posable action figure when you could have him in the bed? You, you, <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. wait, you wait can. That's Jake. what it is, Jake. I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm not on your side. So, so here's the thing. I'm confused. Too. I didn't realize that. I, I thought it was a. I, it's not a statue. It's, it's an a, action figure. Statue. Statue. Sorry. Which makes it. <laughs> yeah. Even more 
knew that funny. Was it is even more funny that that's the packaging they went with then. Yes. <laughs> I want that's a map. Amazing, Hilarious. Anywho. Okay, so next up we got some uh, comic book news. Yes, yes, we got some comic book news. So, with in light of Loki and like us being able to ha- obviously having revealed that King the Conqueror is going to be appearing quite often in Phase 4, um, they are releasing awesome. a King series within Marvel. And if you don't know who Kang is and you kind of like want a quick like tutorial on kind of who he is, I suggest watching uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes um, on Disney Plus. It's probably one of it's my favorite uh, Marvel animated series. It's I agree. I agree. And it's honestly, so good. I don't know his name Charlie too. It's uh, it is probably the closest one to like comic book accuracy that you're going to get within reason. Um, so, anyways, so they've decided to do. Um, they have twelve different covers for this, which is. A lot of times you might have like six or seven variant covers, but twelve is twelve is a pretty big order as far as variant covers um, on there. I know some of them might be like a one in twenty-five or a one in fifty, meaning that uh, if you go to your local comic book shop, you're going to have to ask for it specifically and pay a decent price. But you know, I I I don't know. Uh, do you, are you able to pull it up and see like who some of the artists are? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. No, 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 no. Okay, well, now that I've asked you to do that. Um, so we have Jackson Lansing and Carlos Mango. Ma- Magno? We're going to call him Mango. Mango. <laughs> um, and then we I'm have... Sure a, he's never more marketable. So we have, so we have Ryan Stegman and Jay Leitzen, and then Scotty Young. So, you know, he did uh, I Hate Fairyland, Baby Crew. Oh, yeah. I love that. Super oh, fantastic. Nice. Uh, we have Nacha Bustos doing the Stormbreaker, and Juan Cabal. Um, some of these art... Patrick Gleason. Yeah, I, I was just about to say Patrick. Peach Momoko. So she did the. Uh, she's actually a really up and coming artist right now. So if you look up the Demon Days art, like that nice watercolor, she's a fantastic artist on there. Um, and if you click on the link, you can kind of see some of the variants, honestly. So it's. Uh, dude, there's going to be some fantastic. Uh, there's definitely some. Um, there's some variants that I might pick up. I'm not a huge variant guy. Myself, I do prefer directs, but there's just some really cool covers that I kind of don't want to to not have. So yeah, check it check it out. There's some really cool art um, art on there. Uh, the Peach Momoko's this person right there. So if you haven't, you want to check her out. Honestly, check out Demon Days uh, featuring the the Psylocke storyline, which is pretty cool. So nice, yeah. Cool. And yeah, next up we've got a uh, new Purgatory series. That's Purgatory with an I at the end, not a Y. Uh, that's going to be for uh, Dynamite Entertainment uh, by Ray Fox, who will be writing. Uh, let's say who's doing the art. Is he doing both the art and the... I don't know. No, um, maybe they haven't uh, picked an artist yet. Okay. I know I know what the Purgatory series, they are kind of all over with <clears throat> On there, that dynamite does the issue by issue, but oh, I gotcha. Okay, I don't know. 
Anyways, awesome, super cool. So all five local caps uh, unite in the in like kind of towards the ending of this little like by part of the uh, United States of Captain America. Um, I actually really really love that they're calling them local caps rather than like be Captain America. So like yeah. those who've been like complaining about it the entire time could shut the f up finally. Well, the thing is that like. <laughs> They saw Captain America, they saw a different person, and they got mad. Yeah, they're like, this is your Captain they America! Didn't look, they didn't look at the synopsis for the story, because no. that's yeah. not the story. Well, it's like when, um... It's the same... It's the same... It's, it's like the when same they got, like, people are getting mad because of He-Man. Right. Well, no, so, the, the better example is when people got upset that Jane Foster became Thor. That's and they're true. like, that he's... They're not replacing Thor Odin's son. It's, a, it's like, she's Thor, but not... Thor. You know, so I, I do like the idea of local caps, and like it's pretty obvious. Like you're in the like in the Marvel universe, like of course people are gonna take up a mantle because they're inspired by said mantle. Anyways, so they kind of come become like the power cap rangers. Um, <laughs> in, in this well, episode, they make it dumb. to form a mega shield. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> they, they're doing. They are doing Avengers Mecha Strike, so maybe like they have the Cat Mechazord. I would yeah. love to see them do like some sort of pose sequence. So you know what's hilarious in the uh, in the cover? They're kind of they're <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um. So I'm gonna pull it up. <laughs> so they, yeah, they do have a little, on that. We'll little post sequence. Um, but anyway, so they kind of like follow the story of like heart. five different versions of Captain America Captain. on there and they're wrapping down Captain that America. series. Which I believe at the end of the United States of Captain America, um, celebrating his 80th anniversary, uh, they're going to be starting with a new number one for his, you know, so I'm personally excited. So. Are you a little bit excited about the Captain America thing? That's a little, a surprise. Surprising. Oh no! What? <laughs> Shocking. Um, it's it's quite chilling, but that's not the only thing that's chilling, right, Kyle? Right. We also got the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina returning in October. That was a sweet right. segue. Thank you, dude. <laughs> so okay, here's the thing. I love what Archie Comics has been doing lately because, like, normally they're just like, good golly gosh, everything is great and swell. No. Here's the thing. Since they started the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, things have gotten really freaking dark for Archie. Like, let me just paint a picture, right? So... Like Riverdale dark or actually like good? The, the whole universe. <laughs> actually good dark. <laughs> like dark. Not so here's the thing. It so, went to hell, dude. Uh, so Jughead becomes a werewolf, and Betty's a werewolf hunter, and is unaware that her boyfriend's a werewolf, and she ends up oh, killing him. Oh, dang. Right. And so basically, like, it, it's like... It's super dark in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Actually, sounds good. It's, it's a fantastic book. Well, I, I think they're still doing some of the regular like Archie comics, but, right? Like nobody wants for to the talk good about golly gosh. But nobody, know. but nobody's talking about those because why would you? No, dude. Like when you have them killing each other, it's fantastic. Well, the killing like and like wolf. the Killing Adventures, uh, the, no, the, killing, the <laughs> I like that kind of the Chilling Sabrina. The Sabrina sure. stuff's going like really getting uh, like yeah. dark as well. Like, like popcorn fodder. It gets to like yeah. oh no. She's a witch. That is witchcraft, guys. It's bad. Surprise. I heard the Netflix Sabrina was oh, actually really good. It's no, kinda, so, mm, the the I last season, I didn't like how I didn't like how this that like the oh, last season yeah, no, ended. It was I still enjoyed it a lot. But if you like that Teen Wolf like Wolf Cop aesthetic, 
Like, Wolf Cop. That should be a show, too. Wolf Cop. It's, it's a movie. It is? Really? 100%. Oh, dude. Is it like the same level as like Sharknado or like uh, slightly above? <laughs> so Sharknado is like... Yes. Yes. Cool yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I'm going to say. Watch, watch the trailer later. Anyways, so... awesome. Yeah, if you kind of like that campy, like, Teen Wolf stuff, you're going to really enjoy Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I think it's a fantastic... It's, it's, it is a fantastic series. If you like that, like, HP Lovecraftian, like, Eldritch Horror without the douchey racism, <laughs> then, or without Eldritch Horror. No, there's a ton of Eldritch Horror in, in this. Like, it's riddled all over the place. Like, the main villain is about, like, there's this whole story arc where his goal is to bring, like, like bring back all the Eldritch gods and, like, Replace like the Jude God, and it gets it gets. They it, it, it takes some turns. Anyways, yeah, but so the comic, the comic goes a little further than the show and goes to more detail. Right. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it, the the cool thing is is what we're noticing is a trend is October is going to be a huge month for comics. Is kind of like the main thing I want to talk about because Marvel's got some big plans for Dark Old and, and uh, yeah, the Dark Old event is coming in October. In October, Sabrina's coming good. back in October, which is huge because like. The guy who's writing for the show also wrote the comics, and he kind of was at one point. He's like, "I'm kind of done. Like, I'm not. I don't want to write for Riverdale. I don't want to write for Sabrina, and I'm also going to drop the comics." And so it's, it's 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 good. Honestly, if you like that stuff, it's a little campy, like a little bit of that high school drama, but it's it's a good series. I That's think a lot of people's cup of tea, though. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. we still watch Smallville. So. Yeah, so it. My favorites. Yeah. Hmm. If you like Teen Buffy. Wolf, you like it. Be on the lookout for October. October is going to be a huge month for comics, which kind of makes sense because August we're getting free comic book day, which is going to be setting up for a lot of upcoming storylines. And then I think a lot of things are shifting in October for a lot of companies. And I think we're going to see a lot of different direction for comics coming up in October. And we're going to be seeing some different stuff. So I'm excited. It's going to be it's going to be a good month. You know, also and Chainsaw comics. Man anime is coming oh in October or November. Supposedly. Unless yeah. it gets delayed. But did so, that is your comic book news guy. No, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Is Chainsaw yeah. Man talking about that guy from Resident Evil? No. No, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. I'm talking about a man with uh, literal so chainsaws for his head and his hands. I just finished the uh, the mono or the is it a manga or mono? Technically, it doesn't matter because I, I, I read it, it in English. Man, I this, read it in English, so it doesn't matter. I wouldn't know. Um, this anime seems like it's gonna be cutting edge. <laughs> Does that dude, it dude, it's so totally like chainsaws for the hand. I mean, come on, it's so yeah. straight yeah. out of like you know, what, what do you need? Do you what you should cosplay as Chainsaw Man. He actually has a really cool no. attachment to his uh, prosthetic that's a, t- a chef's knife. It's like huge. You should actually cosplay as Ash. Yeah. Or you could do. How many when you have? Or you get a ball cap. Already there. Or you could get a ball cap and your chef like, knife thing and go as Merlin. Like, Evil Dead. Or you have Dark Souls. Never uh, seen that. Oh. The intern must be. Did you have? No, I haven't. So you literally have. No, I haven't. So you can do the nineties Aquaman with the hook hands. <laughs> Matthew, we, you, I literally was like, "Hey, let's watch this movie." And you're like, "That's too scary for you. You'll get scared." Wait, how old were you? I was like thirteen. How, okay, <laughs> no, 
It's not that you would get scared. It's that your mother would kill me. Okay, well, don't Which he was scared. I was scared. <laughs> to be fair, the movie, Army of Darkness is the only good one of the three. And it's not scary at all. No. Shut your mouth. Shut your dirty Evil mouth. Evil Dead 2 was fun. That's I like why two. it was yes, scary. Evil Dead, the oh, one Evil like Dead the... 2 sucked. I like 2. 1 and 2 both sucked. That's why Sam Raimi said, screw it all, I'm making a comedy. I like Because two. the first two sucked but so that's bad. that's what makes them so Nobody took the second, seriously. Is Evil Dead I like the, the one serious. I like the second one. Too. That's my like, one of my favorite ones forever. Is that the one with the ringtone? It's like, groovy. And then they made the Netflix Okay, okay. Cool. I know what we're talking about. All right. Anyways, so comic book news, fun stuff. Nice, very cool. Cinematic. Yeah. Very gang gang. Movie news. Cinematic movies. Same thing. Are there movies? Anyway, Clerks Three is happening. What was happening? Clerks Three. Wow. After all this trailer. There's a trailer. There's a trailer. What is that? I typed it. It was clickbait. One was. There's not a trailer. It was Clerks One. No. Yeah. So it's uh. So Clerks Three. The rights have been. Picked Nothing. up by Lionsgate. <laughs> it's just okay. So we we'll put it on the list. Clerks. I do we. I. I do we. So okay. For those of you who don't know, Clerks. Th- Clerks is the series that got Kevin Smith started into the world of Jane Silent Bob. Um, it was in. What? Yeah. So. Jane and Silent Bob weren't their own thing. Like they became Before a thing. From I don't clerks. know what either of those Before things are. Oh. Sorry, this is why I called you guys old during the podcast. Like that, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So <laughs> you'll Bob. have to watch. You'll have to watch Dogma. I'm just gonna make a list. You would love Dogma. Alanis Morissette is in it. Yeah. Who? Exactly. Yeah, she plays God. So once a year, God comes down and plays Okay, so, so describing these two is not going to make any sense. Yeah. They're going to make less sense That's if you true. describe them. You just have to watch I'm it. just telling you right Anyways, now. Anyways. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I feel really bad. I'm, I'm excited. I, I have a feeling that Flurslayer uh, will probably be the end of this because right, because like the last Jane and Silent Bob kind of ended things for Silent, Jane and Silent Bob as far as like their adventures go, because they grew up a bit. Because Jay has a kid now and kind of doesn't want to be a crappy person all the time. Um, and so I, I think Clerks is going to kind of wind down to that and finish the the story arc for those two. So it'll be fun. I I enjoy the Clerks series. Silent Bob will break the silence. He has, he has. so many times. <laughs> when he does, I, I it's profound. Yes, he so is very. It's profound. like Ferb on Phineas and Ferb. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can relate to this. All right, yeah, James yeah. and Trap is Phineas and Ferb. So and Jay is just like what? really douchey. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dropped my phone. That was loud. Stay. Um. So it came with free shipping. <laughs> there okay so we know about the Wheel of Time series coming out produced by Amazon or you know mm-hmm. on Amazon Come somebody has picked up and decided to do a trilogy based on the age of well they say the it's age of legends which movie. according to their descriptions isn't the age of legends but whatever i say that's stupid <laughs> Don't 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 try to tell a story about the breaking or the Age of Legends or whatever the crap they're trying to do. Stick with the main story because they're just gonna botch it. You <laughs> well, think so? I yeah. Just based on the descriptions of what they're going for, yeah. What they should do? Well, <laughs> the thing is that like, man, you should really release the main series. Let that go good. 
then try to go. Yeah, then. Well, well I mean, they haven't started production, so the main series is going to, like, at least yeah. the first season is going to be right. out there. Yeah. And probably the second season, and maybe even the third season before this first right. movie so, starts. I haven't but, read a whole lot of The Wheel of Time, but already, to me, what's weird is it's like, you know there's a series coming out. Why make a movie based off the same world? And to me, it's weird. It's like, if, okay. It, it It's weird. So it's like, you're like, oh, we're going to do a television series that's not connected to the movie that we're releasing at the no, same time. No, they are connected. They are? They're going to yes, be Yes, they're like, completely <laughs> connected. I just don't agree with them doing movies based on that time set because there's no reason to. That's not the story. Like, that part of the story is kind of boring. It's like, it's not about that. It's about what's happening now. Or, you know. Or then. Or then. But the, the whole, like, there's a lot of speculation on exactly what Robert Jordan, Jordan was going for, but the whole Age of Legends basically was like a modern Earth-esque setting from from the bits you see of it in the story. Okay. It's not fantasy-based at all. Oh, so it's... Okay. So don't know if they're going to go like some kind of weird sci-fi futuristic thing or... S- who knows what they're going to do. Right. I, and, I just don't like that they're trying to like do this parallel thing of like trying to do it somewhat at the same time. It seems like it to me it's weird. It's like let one thing come out first, settle, and then do the other thing. Yeah. To me. To me that just if makes If you're more gonna sense. do that, but it's like it's, in the same show, they're doing a lot of like crossover. No, no. Same world. Yeah. It's they're just the the movie trilogy is gonna take place in a completely different setting and time period. Like it will not be it won't even look like they're gonna call it the time different. after time saga. <laughs> well, <sighs> it's all it's doing the same thing that, like so. I uh, give words sometimes at work and get to you know change stuff. I can't listen to the same thing too much or else I'll go crazy. So I listen to the aliens like books and they have a prequel book that's just on Earth and it's just about gangsters fighting each other in corporate war and it has like nothing to do with aliens. At all. That's a fantastic book. I know it is a fantastic book, but it like. It has everything to do with them, but. It really doesn't, though. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with the aliens. It just has to do with the people that are on the ship mm-hmm. that are about to be all murdered. So I no longer care about them. I, I get what Matt's saying. Is like, if you're reading a book about if you're reading, aliens and then they're talking about the potato that, chips, the whole book that they're eating, yeah. then it's like. It, it, it's. it's yeah, it's a book. I, about, I it's not a book about. It's aliens. a book about it's corporate ex- espionage. World. Like ninety nine percent of that is about corporate espionage, I, and I then they finally get to the spaceship and they go, and that's what happened before the story. Right. It's it's what you're expecting. Like if you get if you're like, watching, but like, book, you if you're what, if you go to no, but if you go to like an aliens <laughs> movie and they're like, there's no aliens, by the way, you're like, well. It says aliens on the screen. I mean, if you knew nothing about the book or what it was set before, then yes. Yeah. But if you know where it's set in the... It makes perfect sense that there's I'm just saying if you're expecting one thing... So if you're expecting Wheel of Time stuff and you get this prequel stuff that's entirely different, it's kind of similar. Okay, so it's like going to Krispy Kreme Donuts and them saying they're out of donuts and they only have coffee. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I went, when I went to sure. Puerto Rico, though, right, when we, my dad was suited. Because when we went a while back, there was this was years ago, he couldn't find a Dunkin', right? 
So all of a sudden we're on the highway and he sees a donkey and his eyes light up and it's like, oh, you can hear the cherubs playing. So he gets <laughs> off the highway, flies down to the Dunkin'. We get there. They got a grill with hot dogs. <laughs> they don't have any coffee going. And there are no donuts. That's what Matt's that is. That feeling is exactly what Matt's talking about. So, just to roll back and finish up this topic really quick. The the Age of Legends actually has characters that are in the Wheel of Time. So they're completely tied together in that way. It's just it's just a weird decision. If it's done good, then sure, why not? But I have serious misgivings just based on the couple articles I've read about from people... And it was either the author not knowing what they're talking about or the showrunners of the movies not knowing what they're doing. I don't know. Either one's not great. Yeah. It, I, I definitely, right. I, I can see where you're coming from and I can, I can understand like why that'd be like... I haven't watched it. I don't know the series. So I can't give a good... I can't uh-huh. really... Good, amazing. Appearance. Now, if it's done it is, I mean, perfectly it's right, it could be <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fantastic. It's just that the chance for failure is high because there's not really any source material for it besides the bits and pieces that are alluded to in the story. Oh, shoot. Okay. I thought it was you. No, it was me the whole time. <laughs> interesting. His, um, his, Super their, interesting. Their mom, his mom just sent me a picture of, dom- of a Domino's and it says, now hiring. Now I'm thinking that they're messing with me, so I'm thinking it's him. Who's going to order pizza? <laughs> We're talking about Domino's. So, wait, I'm thinking that it's him. So I'm actually going to chase that. Well, so, so <laughs> speaking of, Will of the Wheel of Time, they actually have released a poster with a release yes. month. Yes, release yes month. they absolutely have. I, I saw that and I was like... I jumped on that this morning. That's a, literally. <laughs> hey guys, is Steve excited for the Wheel of Time? No way. Oh, Did you get to catch that article by any chance? Which one? It was one of the ones I was reading, but uh, did you catch the article? Because I don't know. On the Wheel of Time poster coming Yeah. It, so, like I said, I haven't read a whole lot about it. Oh, yeah. The, the poster do, features is that uh, uh, Rosamund Pike as Moraine. Okay. I didn't know if that was a character. I was yes. really hoping do you wanna, it was. Do you want like. Fill in real quick for those who may not know. Just a quick little blurb. Who Rosa Pike is? What? Rosamund Pike yes. is an actress. Oh. She's playing a character in the show, and they're showing a fairly f- well-known actress. I've, I've never I assume it's a probably know her face. I assume an important character because they're on the poster. You and know her face. Oh, okay. Uh, but it is releasing in November, which is super cool. That's exciting. So I, I had, like I said, I haven't watched a whole lot of books, but my friend Micah was a huge uh, fan, um, and it was really sad because, like, we were. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's kind of unfortunate because when we were at yeah. uh, Salt Lake working, um, he he was shot and killed, and, like, Brandon Sanderson was there. Yeah, and it was super cool. So, like, I went and, like, I went to go see Brandon Sanderson, and, like, I kind of was like, hey, my, my friend was a huge fan of yours. He was actually shot this morning. And the dude was so awesome. He, like, talked to his wife, pulled her over, was just like okay, I need his address, you know, like, where he lived or, like, how to his family. So he, like, sit there, signed two books, like, first edition books, sent to his family, and then gave me another book. It was, to, it was the three Wheel of Time, Real Time books that he finished. Yeah, and that, and that he sent it over there. And the crazy thing, too, is, like, it was that was the three books that he was talking about, Mike had just finished before he passed away. Oh, so, like, dude, Brandon Sanderson is, like, one of the coolest dudes, one of the coolest authors I can uh I've met and like I've always wanted to like read the books um 
never got around to it. So like, I don't know. I think it's super awesome. Like there, there's a little bit of an emotional connection to me for this so, for this series. Well, you have until November to read the first book at least because it sounds like the first season will be the first okay. uh, Eye of the World. So. Okay, so read the first book. Awesome. So. Well, you know, it's not like a book like every other week. No, I mean, uh, The Wheel of Time. Well, I know, I'm but, Brandon Sanderson's like, yeah, oh, hey, good, at least too. a new book this week. Okay, cool. Tell us something new. <laughs> uh, they released an animated trailer for the, uh, it, there's a Witcher animated spinoff, basically. It's actually a prequel. Um, oh. It's going to be dealing with Vesmere, which is... Uh, it's Geralt's uh, mentor, basically. His daddy. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the trailer. The trailer looks super good, Netflix, doesn't it? Netflix trailer. I'm gonna looks pull really it up real quick. The animation looks pretty great. It looks clean. It looks clean. That is some clean animation for sure. Okay. Uh, so clean that it probably offered free shipping. So fresh. Ho, ho, ho. Free shipping. You know what's going to be really bad? <laughs> if she coincidentally just happens to listen to the show. How would she know? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just saying. That would be hilarious. It would be your stupid luck if that was no, the case. If she finds this, it's going to be because she did some crazy like stalker digging. <laughs> That's the only way you'd connect all that. From That's where, from her message to where we're at, that'd be crazy. August twenty third. You do have to be listening, random Karen number six thousand seven hundred thirty nine. <laughs> we got dirt on YouTube. They've got serial numbers now. <laughs> every day from work, and my mom would be watching one of the episodes. You know, but my mom, it's, you know, the English the levels. So she has to. She'll watch the same episode three or four times. Mm. So somehow, just from her watching it so much, I, I think pretty sure I watched the entire series. But just like I'm gonna say, which one? No, that's the one that. And meanwhile, like I'm just getting out of work. She's got the thing playing, but she, she would replay the same thing over and over. So it's like, did you ever show her the Spanish subtitles button? Um, no, though she was watching. <laughs> A fantasy, uh, fire and something. It's like a, a, a Japanese fantasy, where, um, <clears throat> but it has it has the the, the you know the what is sub, sub, subtitles subtitles. So she she would watch her and she would literally pause it, read it, play it, pause it, <laughs> oh, read it. No. So one day I sat there. <laughs> it was you know, and it's like fire and something. It's got all the different. I don't know what it's, but. Mm-hmm. She, um, so I, one day I just sat there with her and I was like, all right, mom, I got you. And I just read off everything. So I was just playing, I'm reading it to her, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and eventually you get into it and you actually, like, <laughs> you're trying to play their voice. You know what I mean? Like, how dare you? <laughs> and my mom was so happy. She was like, oh, thank you. It's the first time I was able to watch an entire episode on one. She just <laughs> Next thing you know, she just turns off the TV. She's like, so are you going to do the TV for me or what? <laughs> She's like, I like a basket of costumes. <laughs> but it was cool. Like, I just, it was cool to do that for her, but it was funny, her reaction, because it was like, I'm sitting there reading it off. You know, you're putting in the, your, your little Asian accent or whatever, your little Chinese accent in the... And it's it's like some fire guy fighting an ice guy, or you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it it's weird. I, I think most of the TV I watch is in Spanish now. So like when I do hear English, I get thrown off a little bit. Or if I like, I'm just like, wait, why are they speaking like that, freaks? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you say potato. Papas, So the other thing, you know, the the, the Blu-ray, right? It's, even till today, I'm not used to the Blu-ray. HD because back in the day the only thing that had that type was like the old telenovelas 
Like the old Because they were the only ones That had that type of like detail So like I remember watching They had I was like What is this weird thing And I was like Wait that's Transformers But it was because of the details And it was on Blu-ray And I'm thinking it's You know Whenever I see that I always feel like I'm watching some old You know like Days of Our Lives Or some old Spanish novella thing You know because like, of the frame rate yeah. Because yeah. Because those and um, and American soap operas especially would always use a different frame rate to give it that like sharp look. Yeah, the British TV was the same way back in the day. Everything looks so different. Great. <laughs> yeah. No, so. mm. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing. The um, remember the average? You talking about how the two different shows where you guys. Your, uh, how they didn't match but then you were like no remember when Avatar came out like cause you had Airbender and you had Avatar and, oh. the, and they both came out like roughly like a couple days after the other so oh okay yeah you had Avatar the, the movie Avatar and then you had the Airbender which Classic was Avengers. supposed to be about the series you know, oh, so I remember going to see Avatar and then being like, wait, we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it's awful. I think it's a mandala effect. I think you think it happened, but really it didn't. Okay, yeah, it's really it was a nightmare, did. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just a shared collective I forced myself to go through that thing, turned it off like twice. I think what happened is the government put chemtrails on there and hallucinogenics on our system. And they're like, listen, we're going to play this really bad movie. Well, and this is where we find out if we can control the people through fear. Yeah. They found out All it was right. true. We need to get on to our main topic because okay. we are way, way over time. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's do best of the new. Yeah, so, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, real quick, um, before we get on to our main topic. Just so you guys know, uh, our comics list is brought to you by Best Slope. It is the Best Slope copy in all the Western Slope. Uh, we'll end in all the Rockies. So you definitely, if you live in the Grand Junction area, you're going to want to go to there, check them out, order yeah. Pangalactic Garble Blaster, have some good, as well as they also have some awesome subscription options if you don't live in Colorado or the Western Slope area. Hey, Matt, what are those subscription options? Those subscription options would be biweekly, monthly, and quarterly. So yeah, go to bestlovecoffeeco.com, click that subscribe button, and order some coffee. They'll send you a bag of coffee, ground or unground, and maybe some stuff along with it. Just FYI, we got coffee from there for our wedding from some amazing people, whoever they might be. And it is the smoothest, awesome coffee. It's called Slope Dogs, and it was... uh, whole bean so we got two different coffee grinders and we yeah. used one of them and it's amazing yeah so check it out also cameron congratulations on quitting even though not congratulations uh have fun in michigan doing your sports stuff so. yeah anyway so comics list what we got going on this week coming out on the 28th for dark horse comics we have avatar the last airbender uh, Suki? Yes. Alone trade paperback. Uh, <laughs> Grendel Devil's Odyssey, number eight of eight. We have some variants for that. Heart in a Box, trade paperbacks. Uh, Parsomnia? Parasomnia? Yeah. Number Sounds two. Uh, Plants vs. Volume. Plants vs. Volume. 18. Constructionary Tales, hardcover. Uh, Gru meets Tarzan, <laughs> number one. 
Uh, Raptor, a skull graphic novel hardcover. That's a limited edition thing. So called. So called. Thank you. Uh, Shaolin Cowboy, Star Trek trade paperback. Uh, Witcher's Witch, Laminate number three of four. And that's what we got for uh, Dark Horse. And I'm going to go pee people out. There's somebody that likes to see Oh, man. Thanks for, thanks for the too much. Remember that liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop some death in his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well. Are, are we paused? No, no, we are not. This nope, that's a lot. Nope, you're alive. <laughs> that's what's happening. Gotta love Jake. In, in the middle of the comics, He's too. Got a best, the best possible time for that. <laughs> Anyways, DC Comics. We got Action yeah. Comics number ten thirty three, Batman Reptilian number two, Batman Secret Files Huntress number one, Batman Superman number twenty, Bizarro Comics the Deluxe Edition hardcover, Checkmate number two. Uh, and then poster stuff. Uh, Detective Comics number ten forty, Flash number seven seventy two, Harley Quinn number five. I am not Starfire trade paperback. I, I swear, guys, I'm not Starfire. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever started that these rumors, like, no. Apparently, I'm the person in the in the in the in the show isn't either. Oh, Titans. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I, I, either way, it's definitely not. Uh, Icon and Rocket Season 1, number 1 of 6. And some variants here. And then, uh, <clears throat> sorry. The Infinite Frontier, number 3 of 6. Uh, Justice League, number 65. Legends of the Dark Knight, number 2. Mooney Tunes, number 261. Mr. Miracle, The Source of Freedom, number 3 of 6. Nightwing, number 78. Other History of the DC Universe, number 5 of 5. And a variant, uh, Robin number four, Ruby Justice League number four of seven, Shazam number one of four. Oh, sorry, that's a. Oh no, that that is that is a comic. Shazam number one of four. Uh, Static season one number two of six. Uh, Strange Adventures number eleven of twelve. Suicide Squad Case Files volume two trade paperback. Um, and then uh, Suicide Squad Trial by Fire trade paperback. Uh, Superman, the Son of Kal-El, number one. A lot of variants. Teen Titans Academy, number five. Wonder Woman, number 70, uh, 776. 776. Uh, Wonder Woman, Black and Gold, number 206. And that is it for DC. Right. And another thing, too, for DC is they are re-releasing Death Metal, but the individual issues will come with a single-song vinyl. Ooh. That uh, that's on the uh, death metal soundtrack, or you could buy the two LP um, on there. Depending on where you buy, it depends on the color of the vinyl. So if you collect vinyl and want also the comics, yes. you're going to want to do that I, in Astro Comic Shop to order. Yeah, that. I see the soundtrack cool. on there. That's through Lunar Distribution. Right. Yep. So do that. It's going to be so cool. Also, apparently Liquid Death turns it black, but maybe that's because I sold my soul to them. <laughs> so, so do they offer free shipping from the moon? Lunar <laughs> <laughs> distribution. Yes. <laughs> okay. For moon Baron For IDW, we have Batman: The Max Arkham Dreams hardcover, Jekyll Island Chronicles Volume Three, A Last Call graphic novel, uh, Marvel Action. Captain Marvel Volume 2, number 5. <laughs> Star Trek Year 5, number 23. Star Wars Adventures Volume 2, number 7. They were just like, let's make the most complicated name ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Annual 2021. Uh, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Last Ronin, number three of five, second printing. Um, Transformers Beast Wars, number six, and Usagi Yojimbo, number 20. Also, Usagi Yojimbo, The Dragon Bellow Conspiracy, number two of six. Okay, then for Image, we've got Department of Truth, number one. Uh, Department of Truth, number 11. Uh, Headlopper number 16. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, Jules Verne's Lighthouse number 405. Made in Korea number 306. Merca and Dolfo's Sweet Paprika number 1. And so many A variants. crap ton of variants. Yeah, jeez. Old Guard Tales Through Time number 406. Rain Like Hammers, Sky Cradle Tribute Book. That sounds painful. Scumbag number nine, Jake's biography. Skybound X number four. You proud of yourself? <laughs> he like, is. No hesitation either. It just immediately really came to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then spawn number three twenty. Uh, Summoner's War Legacy number four. And that Texas Blood number eight. Ultra Mega by James Heron number three. And a variant second printing, uh, vinyl number two of six. That's oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I also wrote a book this week. You did? Out. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it's a devotional. Uh, we have Marvel Comics coming up. Uh, Amazing Fantasy number one. We have uh, Amazing Spider Man number 71. They have many, with a couple of variants. Uh, Avengers Mech Strike number five. Beta Ray Bill number five as well. Uh, Black Cat number eight. Yes. Sorry, I keep reading the variant thing because it came on where my screen weird. Black Knight Curse of the Ebony Ebony Blade number five. Uh, Black Widow number nine. Amer. Um, keep jumping weird to weird spots. Sorry. I apologize. Uh, Captain America Omnibus Volume Three Hardcover. Cable number twelve. Cable number 12? Yeah, you skipped Cable. Oh, cable I did skip Cable number 12. You're right. But I didn't skip Conan the Barbarian, the original Marvel Years, Epic Volume, Epic Collection, Volume 3, Curse of the Golden Skull Trade Paperback. That is two wow. lines is worth that, of a is title. That a, a Japanese <laughs> that is a novel cover? Full yeah. title. Good Seriously, yes. it's like a movie poster <laughs> size book just to fit the title. After that, we have Daredevil number 32. Eternals number six, Fantastic Four number thirty-four. Slime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic Four Omnibus Volume Two Hardcover. Yeah. He's okay. Uh, so Fantastic Four Heroes Return. The oh yeah. Page, oh my gosh. Volume like Three Trade Paperback. He is. I got you. Thanks. There's a lot of <laughs> variants and it's messing. There's like yeah. I hate when they do well in variants because you're like, which one's which? Well, and the thing is, like, I keep jumping to lines where I start start reading, and I'm like. That's a variant. I'm reading Dude. halfway through a variant description. Uh, <laughs> you got the hard one this week. I did get the hard one. We have giant the uh, giant size X Men tribute to wine and uh, Cockrum Gallery Edition hardcover. I believe that's a bunch of their art. Ooh, cool. Uh, then King of King in Black Avengers trade paperback. King in Black Wenham versus Carnage trade paperback. King in Black Thunderbolts trade paperback. There's a lot of trade paperbacks there. Uh, Marvel Previews, Volume 5, Number 14. Mighty Valkyries, Number 4. Captain America... Oh, no. Oh, we keep doing that. Planet Size X-Men, Number 1. 
<laughs> Reign of X Volume 2 Trade Paperback Sword Number 7 Are we, not, are we only in the S's? Oh. Shang-Chi Number 3 Star Wars Number 15 oh, There's so many comics Star Wars The High Republic Number 7 <laughs> Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads Number 1 Oh my goodness they have like, They're letting out a United States of Captain America Number 2 uh, came out also. W E B Web or I guess just Web of Spider Man number two. I don't know if I should pronounce that W E B or Web, but I'll go Web. Uh, Stands for Wee- Wolverine Wee-Bees. number fourteen <laughs> and X Factor number ten. That was painful for me as well. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Funny thing, everyone wasn't that many books. Woo! Yeah, but it's. The way it was set up was weird. <laughs> All right. And for Everybody Titan Comics, our two books, Doctor Who, Missy, number four, and Extraordinary, number two. Steve mm-hmm. had the hardest one. <laughs> and, I mean, he nailed it. Good Lord. No mistake. Okay, break time. Okay. Long enough. Long enough. Close enough. <laughs> Anyways, hey. guys, so for our main topic, we are talking about uh, Tolkien and uh, yeah. the the road that he paved the way for uh, fantasy um, and modern fantasy in general. So we're gonna we're gonna discuss that and talk about like one like our opinions of like what we feel like he's done for the genre, as well as maybe talk discuss about some of the the articles that I was able to find that you know that we. Uh, that we were able to get a hold of. So I, I guess I want to open it up for is I think he was able to make as far as like fantasy goes within like the the Christian setting a lot more tolerable and accepted. Right? So if we uh, we look at the early 14th century Catholic Church uh, they, they, did, they did a lot of stupid um, and so a lot of things like that they've kind of like ostracized and made bad and evil and don't get me wrong like it wasn't good juju but Tolkien was able to make that stuff uh, palatable in like you were able to enjoy it without necessarily like having persecution and why I say this is because when D&D came out Christians were like that's bad even though Dungeons and Dragons was very clearly inspired by Tolkien. It's the the version the versions of like elves and dwarves that we like know today are most mm. like mostly based on his version of them. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. He's so the father of modern high fantasy. Right. So so and and most like good versus evil stories too have a lot to. Yeah. Most definitely. So he, he 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 basically gave access. He he gave like fandom, you know, early fandom access to a whole world of stuff that like he wasn't the first person to do it. Granted, but he was the first person to make the, easily obtainable. He was, he, he was the first person <laughs> to do it in that form. He was right. definitely. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. offered free shipping. Well, there, there were people that there were people that he was really inspired by, or that like that came before him. But he's known as the the father of it because he's the most influential by far. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say it's similar to like when Johnny Cash did Hurt, like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Did it. But when yeah. Johnny Cash did it, they were like, "Nah, dude, it's yours." Yep. Sim- similar situation. Right. But didn't right. they say um, the um because I was remember listening to it, but 
they were saying that C.S. Lewis was in the beginning because he had to, his friction was the fact that he was using all the fictional characters like the elves like the moon I was reading because I remember just looking up like for some reason I, I did research right before this but they were they, they were like competitors but his he, they, they worked together they were friends right they studied together like they were really like and but C.S. Lewis's stuff because it, it didn't like he Tokens had to they were it was almost like they were blocking him or like like they the fact that he had the elves and the this and that it was so against the the, the culture that, that it actually took a while for his stuff to get popular like his, like the yeah. fact it was the fact it was almost like taboo because of the fact that he was including right. all these characters whereas C.S. Lewis had a different style you know and right. that was part of the, they talked about the clash between their relationship yeah. and that was kind of the clash it was right. the fact that they were both really amazing writers but mm-hmm. they were clashing and then the big difference was that C.S. Lewis had Christian allegory intentional to his writing where Tolkien's was not that his was more accidental and then when he like went back and read it he was like well okay yes these are Christian allegories this is who would be who but Tolkien never read it to be uh an evangelical storytelling like he never meant it to uh be like hey this is obviously a christian story it, it there is christian elements in his writings yeah it was, but it was, it was never more of a it was more of like a springboard but he definitely yeah he was like oops all jesus well they all well they definitely like <laughs> they definitely influenced each other a lot and that was pretty cool to oh, yeah. like right. learn about because uh, like i remember it's and then I learned about that until like the, my twenties. Like, <laughs> right? Did any of you like, read like, the Silver Alien? Oh, um, I've heard a lot of good things, but yeah. nobody has. Okay, so when you, okay, I've, so when you I talk have. about this, is boring. Okay, mom, stop. Anyway, <laughs> the, the whole story, being, like dealing with Christianity, I think is really cool. In the Silver Alien, the origin story is just like phenomenal. It's phenomenal, and it does have elements of what you know you would think if you were to look at the Bible in real time, watching everything that's happening in their origin story, and then seeing what Tolkien's putting together, and, you know, everything being spoken into existence in Christianity is the same as Tolkien's right. everything coming into existence because of Through melody music. and mm-hmm. right. music. Yeah. It's really cool, but it, it brings this whole element of the mythology of um, fantasy into everything that we're talking about and I think Tolkien probably has the biggest depth of created mythology in all of his work that I've seen right and I mean he may not have been the first to create his own languages and everything like that but it, it was it's such a great Actually, depth of that he was yeah, probably, probably well, he's one of the first yeah. he's not the yeah. first but he's the most intricate uh, he, he, so he, he actually like did more work on them there, there there's modern fantasy authors that have taken that idea and ran with it. Oh, for right. And some horribly and some well. Well, right. that's, so, that's, but fantasy writers before that didn't really do that. Right. Well, so we're looking at a guy who was a linguist originally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, wanting to study language and then like creating his own language and then creating a whole world around the language he literally invented like it is crazy how he like created a whole set of grammar rules and laws for a linguistic system and then not to mention just like that but this guy's got this huge 
he's one of the very few people that we see in history that doesn't necessarily like everyone's got a little bit of dirty laundry he doesn't have a whole ton like he's just an ups- he's just a good dude mm-hmm. like honestly like he's just a good dude he's just a good writer yeah yeah he, the guy the guy rocks <laughs> Well, he was a linguist too. Yeah, he studied that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he well, created, that's what I said. He was, he was a linguist language. originally and then became. He created yeah. 10 languages. He was a uh, professor was, at Oxford. Yeah, and, at Oxford. And that influence isn't just limited to the fantasy realm, but also science fiction. Like, so you look at Star Trek mm. with their Klingon language, Vulcans, Romulans. He, uh, he perfected the hero story, honestly. Yeah, like, the hero's journey. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the hero's journey, I think, was perfected through his writing and his, like, just you know and I know that his, his son Christopher has has talked about this often right because Christopher's kind of made his mission to continue to give his fans and people like for a while because like I know he wasn't sure he's like I don't know what I want to do with my father's stuff right and there's a while he's like I don't know if I want to keep having Peter Jackson doing stuff or who but I, I know like when he decided like no he's like the people that he like he wrote these like he wanted the people who loved his writing so much to go out there, um, and I know that his his son Christopher has basically gone out of his way to like pile through hundreds of notes around this like world that he's constantly bringing out. Like I know like there's two new books that recently have come out in the last year that go oh, even cool. deeper so into it. I didn't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Like really? I had no. Yeah, it's. Uh, kind of in the same like period of the children of her and like they like they're only like a couple years old and don't get me wrong like he's taking these notes and like filling in the gaps for his father because who else is going to know this better than the son than the son who's like grew up hearing these tales and these stories and well yeah the son is the reason why he even wrote it down in the first place because he used to tell like the story of the hobbit to his son as like a child and he'd be like oh they got to the red door it was green last time and he's like right i'll just write it down (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so essentially it's just like uh he 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 perfected the, the hero's journey you know and i think a lot of like what we expect from movies and television and even books given uh follows this format that he like perfected some people are a little too into that though because like in the fantasy writing community like some people think that the only way to write fantasy is tolkien Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you can only do like elves his way you can only do dwarves his way like it's there's a lot of people that have this like stigma that are like no if you write fantasy any other way than how tolkien put it out then you're wrong right which I think like I don't think he would wanted that because no C.S. Lewis what are they talking about <laughs> obviously, obviously <laughs> like, like, don't get me wrong like they had like their like their little like spats and like disagreements with things based off of, like well this is like how it work in my world or whatever whatever mm-hmm. oh yeah no, no like, there's, there's so many branches well and plus like Middle Earth like if you want to put it they're fine if you want to do like a cyberpunk setting for a fantasy like if you want to mix things that's fine too it's just it's it's interesting to watch people like argue, be like, "You didn't describe the tree for long enough. You did this yeah. wrong." Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you you know, know, or if you yeah. just offered free shipping yeah. when you want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there's people like that in every industry. So, oh no, for know? sure. Yeah. Now, what was um, what was his time frame? Tokens. Uh. Well, what was the Hobbit was <laughs> published in 1937, and Lord of the Rings <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> Hmm. Wasn't published till the late sixties. Yeah, he, he he fought in World War One. You know the only yeah. book that I've read because um, I just don't like 
fiction, I haven't like I don't really read fiction that much. So just but oh, so I you don't enjoy life. Is what you're I'm afraid. <laughs> I mean, you know, recently I discovered a I discovered a fiction book and I enjoyed it. So yeah, but no, I would. But uh, the the leaf is the only one that I've actually uh, gone through, mm-hmm. and that's his book. You know, the one where he's painting. And I thought that, but after the first time I read it, it was like it didn't it didn't process. Then they, like later on, I, I, I just recently read it. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, I, I see what it is. You know, like, like it's so. Um, I don't know. I just couldn't do fiction for a while. I still, you know, I will just. This is me. But you're right. No, I, I didn't live life. Yes. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of like, uh, Tolkien books that aren't super well known, like The Leaf, and one of my personal favorites is Farmer Giles of Ham. And I don't know if you've ever read that book, but it's one of my personal favorites. I love it so much. I read it when I was in sixth grade at Cap Rock, and like, I didn't like. I liked The Lord of the Rings, but I didn't really like. It was just like my, some of my dad liked, right? Then, like, I read Farmer Giles of Ham, and I was like, I want to go out and slay a dragon, because that's the whole point of that story. And I want to go on an adventure. I want to go on an adventure, and I want to slay a dragon, and I want to be Farmer Giles, and I want to become a knight. And I was like, this is so cool. And I don't know why I didn't like The Lord of the Rings at the time, but I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan now. But, like, I just, I'm so in love with Farmer Giles, because, like, um... Why don't you marry him? I, I would, it's funny. but he's married to somebody it, already, and she's the queen, and she's pretty cool. But anyway, let me finish my point. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. no, but uh, anyway, I think it's, it's really very, interesting because, like, you look. At, I think one of the elements that I really like about Tolkien, I love the dragons. Like, I think that's so cool. And I'm gonna go a little weird on you because that sixth grade child really pops up when I hear about dragons. But I think Smaug is so cool. And the Kaflor... 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 Phallix? Kaflor... Can't say his name. Kaflor Phallix. <laughs> we'll just call him Phil. 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 The dragon. Phil, the Phil dragon. From Farmer Giles of Ham. And I feel like... <laughs> I can't say it. Kaflor... Just say Phil. Phil. Yes. <laughs> Phil. Anyway. No. But I think it's really cool because you see all these, like... Media afterward, like even C.S. Lewis copies the way drag, like the way he wrote about dragons, the way they talk, the way they spoke, the way they move. Like that is something that is copied over and over and over again. Like you see it in movies, television, books. Like the way he like brought this beast and monster back from like Game mythology, <laughs> right? The way that he brought it back from mythology, like he he literally resurrected something from the dead. I think it's super cool. Oh, he's a necromancer? Oh, yeah, no, he's the necromancer of dragons. Okay, no, um, uh, I looked up the dragon's name. It's the Chrysophylax. Chrysophylax, yeah, Phil. I'm an Anapian. No, so another great thing that like I like about Tolkien, like adding to yeah. your uh, thing, is like he adds so much depth and personality into these characters, right? With going into so many details that like, you, you know who these people are. Like, you just don't, like, know them. Like, you know who they yeah, are yeah. as if you've, like, I don't know, accidentally walked them in the stall where they're pooping and, like, you kind of have that weird intimacy. <laughs> that kind of Oops. thing. Like, they, they're... they're you, know, you know a lot about these, these people, you know? And he's also really good at writing to being able to, where, like, you see yourself along with the journey there, even if you were just, like, that silent background character of just like the the tag along mm-hmm. homie mm-hmm. you know and the guy with the cabbage card yeah. my cabbages <laughs> the guy with the cabbage card no yes. no for real for real like he he's he writes in such detail to where it's like 
you are there silently watching and experiencing everything and getting so immersed in these characters' worlds that, like, you have a legitimate personal relationship with them. All right. You know, so. it's, it's much probably the experience of what Matt felt for his dragon before his mother killed him. <laughs> My spirit dragon. True. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay. All right, so I have a question. What's everyone's favorite Tolkien character? Oof. Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. Rye and Goldberry. Because she's part of that, but Tom. Good picks. I know, right? <laughs> I, I'm going to be super generic. I'm going to say Gandalf. Sam. <laughs> One for a theological standpoint, like his representation of like the spirit is, I think, phenomenal. You know, because they're just, like people are like, "Oh, that's Jesus." It's it's not. No. It's it's Gollum. But <laughs> but the fact that he, he's, <laughs> I think he just broke Steve. <laughs> no, like legitimately, like go. Can go finish over, your thought. Go finish, your finish, your thought. finish your thought. Finish your thought. But no. like his yes, dude. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Like, there are tons of notes in, like, interviews with Christopher talking about how Gollum, like, depicts Jesus taking on the sins and, and dying for it. Hey. Like, that's... <laughs> it, it's weird, but that's just what it is. Anyways. But I also, like, just, what like... What shroom-induced article did you read? Anyway, <laughs> finish your thought. It. Like, it's... It's out no. there. It, dude, okay, whatever. I'm not saying it's, it's not it's out there. Be like one of those I'm saying that's, the, right, that's wrong. wrong. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, gosh. Um, my, my favorite character is Samwise Scanji. Oh. Aw. But Sam, mine too, yeah, though. No, like, Sam is so wholesome. I get it, bro. Mine too. He's such a He's not. He's the voice of reason. What? Why don't reason. you? <laughs> you're going up to a volcano. There's no reason, dude. If you're going through life and you're Frodo, you're telling me you wouldn't want a Sam behind Frodo you. Frodo kind of sucked. Every, yeah. So do you, Jake. You need a Sam to lead you. Stop less because of Sam. We need we need a cranky old man who likes to instigate stuff for no reason. Oh my gosh, my favorite character is Oakenshield. Thorn. Thorn Oakenshield for life. Anyway. Is it just because you think he's cute? No, I read the books first with my dad, and I always thought he was super cool. So actually, yeah. No. I can see that. He is a really dope character. He is a sick character, though. I hate what they did to him in the movies. That was trash. Anyway. <laughs> I have a. I forget that I'm doing hand gestures, and this is a vocal thing. No, no, they they hear it. Don't worry. You know, I do the gangster gun thing in the voice, like they do in rap yes. videos. You know, gang gang. Okay. Where are you? I'm. Uh, I really like Aragorn. I, I'm a sucker for like the the hidden king kind of story. I, man, I love that. I will say he's one of the ones that rises to the challenge the most. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I, I like his character. I mean, I also view it more as like mm. coolest person yeah. of all he time. He is. Now, so they, now Aragorn. He's I mean, like, surprise, guys, I'm alive. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I'd be like, hey, can you just read my phone book real fast? Like, I just want to hear you talk. So, um, <laughs> can you read this dictionary? <laughs> um, Aragorn reads the dictionary. <laughs> Like, like people come to his kingdom just to like have him to say decrees. Thanks. Just for no reason. Your voice was better. They have like Decree yeah. Tuesday where like the kingdom just comes and listens to him talk as they join. And they eat tacos. I mean the fact that so the fact that he did a lot of like just the way they was portrayed in the movies probably really like flavored that for me. Because he was they did him they did his like if they did any character well the movies, they did his character perfect. Uh, they did other characters really well, but I think they did his almost perfect. Luke Tyler. Luke Tyler. 
She was wonderful. <laughs> Live Tyler, die hard. <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody had to go there. I don't want to say that. I will always go there. You can count on me. Good job, Paul. And if I don't, then Jake will probably. So, one of my favorite characters is actually from the Silmarillion, Huan, oh. which is a great wolfhound. Yes. Mm. And he was, he was allowed to speak three times in his life, and each time was something profound, and he was prophesied to own, he would not die unless killed by the greatest uh, wolf or dog to ever live, and I, if I'm remembering right, it was actually Sauron took the form of a dog, of a wolf, and killed him. Huh. So himself. he was the silent Bob of the Tolkien universe. <laughs> yeah. Once again. Wow. Oh, oh. That's a good comparison. Full circle. <laughs> well played. Every good story needs a silent bob. So who, who's the J of Lord of the Rings then? <laughs> Gimli. Gimli. One hundred percent. Oh, did I do love Gimli though? No. Yeah. no I do Gimli love Gimli. One hundred percent. He's only the movie or, version of or Pippin or. Mary. I actually haven't read the. Oh. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, Steve. Not all of us have the time to do what uh, you do. She's, she's had them read to. She's had them read to her. Oh, hold on. Don't have the time. She's had them watching all of One Piece. Hey, sir, which is sir, 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 sir. Which has been around me, longer than I've been alive. Would you like? Point of order. Shut up. She did have them read <laughs> to her. By my dad, too. So, technically, she's listened to them. She gets the one piece of free. She got the... She got the most uh, rare audiobook. Uh, her dad reading it to her. Yeah, <laughs> so. and he's a great reader, because sometimes he falls asleep while we're <laughs> chasing the stag through the forest, and it's like, bro, come on, I gotta know if they find the trail again. They don't, but it's great. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> That is a hard book to read as a, like, reading to kids book. Dude, I remember he would just sit there and be like, oh, Bomber. No, because, like, so he's like, hey, hey, I want to borrow your book, your Lord of the Rings books, Matt. I go, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So he read them all in order. Nice. That's took how, forever. That's how it was for Harry Potter with me and my dad. Oh, that nice. made the first three to me. Yeah. Good like every sentence <laughs> to three minutes, like oh no! no so, what are, you, what are your guys' favorite characters? Well, I mean, honestly, I uh, I, don't, I don't really know per se. Just make one up; it's fine. It's okay. Jared. Jared's the, your favorite. The elephant that died. <laughs> <laughs> Little dragon. Little dragon. Say Calorfil. My favorite character is Krillin, you know? <laughs> 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 he dies pretty early on, but... <laughs> yeah, but he does get it's a okay. He, come, he comes back. Oh my and then God. he dies. He gets a oh good sense of it. There's a hot waifu. Gets you know that. Takes his beat. You know what I just you know, Krillin really, kind of is the Chad of DBZ. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Gan- Low key. Gandalf is the Krillin of this. Is the Krillin of Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. Well, at least he's not in Yamcha. That's what I mean. Listen, anyway. guys. Yeah. My favorite character is Willow. No, that was that other guy. No, it is Drax. Willow, you can't huh? see him, but he Willow isn't talking, right? Oh, I first second I was like, like is there a Drax in this <laughs> book? And I was, and then you said that, and I was like, oh, no, I'm gonna eat you. I hope you know I will believe anything you say for a solid second. I was like, yeah, Drax is in the book. Yeah, Drax and John Cena are hanging out together the whole time. They were in all the books. We just didn't see that. 
All right. So Kyle looks very unhappy with the addition of drags. I gotta make one quick. Jack. He's gonna diss. Correction. He's gonna diss me. No, Huan was actually killed by Karkaroth, which was a a, a werewolf who was raised and given power directly from Morgoth. This is you're your your typical werewolf Morgoth. This is this is the Samarillion. Is that the Silmarillion? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the Silmarillion, which you should read. But you should also let your dad read it. How do I say it? Because you will fall asleep. Silver Medallion. Silver Medallion. Phil. 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 I guess the spelling and Google brought it up, so I was able to. So, I, I, I think his writing and just what he's able to do is he also set a standard for what it looks like to for world building. Yes. Um, in, in general, right? So, if we look at the Marvel or DC, anything like, let's say, t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, a lot of anime even, right? I, I, I think his writings and how he set up for world building set the standard of what it requires or what you should put in there to have a cohesive idea of how this world function operates, looks like, tastes, feels. Um, just all the ingredients that you're required to have so you could have your uh, partakers be completely immersed into that. You know, and honestly, if we were to take, let's let, let's pretend in a world where he just did not write and produce these books, I think we'd see a very different way of um, how modern stories just tell, told in general, as far as being able for the sci-fi fantasy or, or just anything in general, right? Anime would look be completely different. Same with. Uh, or they probably wouldn't even be here at all. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, I some think stuff would be, yeah. Like, well, like that would be because a lot of that still predates Tolkien. Right. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if, if you that look style at of like, storytelling, if you look at like Marvel and DC and that type of stuff, and like, I, I'm not saying like the mythological, mythological uh, portion of things. Yes, but as far as like how stories are told, no. Like, we would not have uh, the Infinity Saga by the MCU. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, I don't know if the ability to tell stories as well as that would be present. I think we probably would because there's plenty of other jobs. It's just fantasy as a whole is what changed. We have plenty of that style of storytelling in different genres. What I'm saying is, so we would still have all of that. What I'm saying is, he's nailed it to such like a good science and like curriculum of how to do it that. It just wouldn't be flavorful or palatable. Yeah, you can clearly see it through the stuff we see today, and you're like, "Oh, that came from this. That came from yeah, that. Yeah, like that there's that, that. Like there's there's good, like but then said, there's when you see great. a dragon being described in a, in a movie, you're like, "Oh, that connects to what was it?" Phil. 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 <laughs> yeah. came first, secondly, so we gotta. This you never considered. Give that. props to the king. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you watch this stuff, and but you never really consider the the concept of. You know, well, I have like what it took to build that. You know, cause as soon as you said that, I'm thinking like Avatar. I'm thinking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. all the different oh, yeah. Avatar series. Would be Shoot, yeah. dang! Yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about I think, that. I think one area that that Tolkien influenced a lot that we haven't really touched a lot on is uh, children's entertainment, children's mm-hmm. fiction, Shoot. because he, you know, Tolkien kind of took a blend of like. You know, some of the darker, more terrifying things that you would see in like the, the Brothers Grimm type of story, 
and like the more traditional, like, you know, all about like morals and stuff in more French. Like, traditional mm-hmm. children's storytelling. Mm, and he kind of married those two styles a little bit. Well, it was all heavily influenced by Norse mythology. That's Ooh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, 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 and yeah, like, you know, in these stories, you know, that were designed for kids, he still, you know, dealt with, you know, very mature, dark things like death and, you know, uh, and, you know, I think I think a lot of that inspired you know c- you know certain properties right. today like you know, Avatar: The Last Airbender is a good one. Batman: The Animated Series is another good one. He was one of the that first. Did a really good job. Like, like young people. With these things. Right. He was so one of the first ones to actually treat like young people like they weren't idiots. Yeah. Right. So like they yeah. could actually handle was, these adults. He was things. extremely realistic. Like he was just like, no, here's the thing. I'm not going to sugarcoat that there's death. People die. Tragically, and it's sad. And there's war, and there's right, but there's also love, and I, I think it's like the one quote that Gandalf said: like it's the small actions mm. of people that keep the darkness at bay. And I think he really like pushed that with his storytelling. He's like, yeah, things stuck. Like things suck. There's Daddy Bad Guy over here who likes to mess things up. Daddy, Daddy Bad, Bad Guy. Morgoth. That dead. should be the name that's, of like some sort of villain. Dad, we're fighting Daddy, Daddy Bad. Bad Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a the band next name. one. That's what that's what that's what Sar- <laughs> that's what Saruman <laughs> called him. The- like when he would pray, he'd be like Daddy Bad Guy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I make the sacrificial goat to Daddy Bad well, Guy. Yeah. Before but, Tolkien. Like nobody took fantasy seriously because oh that's just fairy tales, right? And pretty much the fantasy that was around it was somebody's transported from the real world world into this fantastical world. Isekai, save a well, day, quick, and then they go back cool. home, and nothing's ever heard of from that other dream world or right. Like you just go back to the Burger King and life is mm. fine again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I yeah it. I completely agree, you know, and again, going back to the to the point I was making is he was extremely realistic. You know, he's just like, here, there's bad things in this world and life sometimes suck. Sometimes life, you just have baddie, you know, daddy bad guy just on your back making life terrible. But just because he's on your back doesn't mean that there are small actions are small things every single day mm. that keep him from rearing his face and making it worse. Yeah, what's that one monologue that Sam has where he talks about, oh, like, man. on, uh, on yeah. the journey, you oh, find the more potatoes, good. mash and boil them, and put them in a soup. <laughs> yeah, <we> add that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, going on with what you were saying about Sam, like, I think another thing that Tolkien does is, that's absolutely amazing, and actually I think it's one of my favorite parts about his writing, is that the main character's never alone. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of like the brotherhood that he brings to his stories. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Have you guys seen the movie Tolkien? Yes. So it's so good. I've heard it's good. I it's like I, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But like, if you look at that, when he was in high school, high school. I don't know. What did British people go to school? I don't know. Yeah, they go to school. <laughs> he, he, straight, he straight up had a crew. Yeah, yeah. He oh, had yeah. like he had like a group of friends, and like these people were like. I want to be a painter. I want to be a writer. I want to be a poet. And society tells me I can't. And yet, yeah, exactly. And yet they were all part of this group that was like, no, we want to see you succeed. We want to see you be better. We want to see you be what you want to be. Right. And I think the way he like translates that into his writing, like, 
like the hobbits, like you see that, like how Sam wants Frodo to succeed. And right, like this whole journey is built up not on one person, but on the group. And it's truly right. beautiful how he or writes that. Just in general, like the, the, the fellowship in oh, general. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Like you always see where like, they're on the brink of those, like, we're going to lose this world. We have no one who has our backs. And always in the last minute, the elders are like, Yep. Gang, gang. But yeah. it's, it's also <laughs> nice, too, because it, it never feels like the a deus ex machina. flash their gang signs as they're, like, tapping the horns. <laughs> it never yeah. feels like a deus ex machina, too, because, yeah. like, the ones that show up, it's like, oh, I remember them from whatever chapter or whatever oh. book and it's like they came because of something that happened even earlier. the use of the eagles people are always like, oh they should no that's dumb they should just run the eagles in the mortar and okay eagles, but the fact, Sauron would but have the seen the eagles coming make, and like killed them all but the no, fact no. that you can make that argument is such a good testament to a storytelling mm-hmm. too because everyone can make like argue the different points instead of being like oh yeah I guess you're right they could have ruled the eagles I know well so here's they the thing have, first of all they wouldn't have succeeded yeah, that's exactly. true to assume the eagles would have done that they've got their own things to do okay they've got eagle stuff <laughs> they, they can't like, just like uh, go to they can't just go to Mordor and drop right up that mountain doom because you asked like yeah. here's the thing they they got freedom to protect man exactly yeah. right well, they, they have like, they, they have so, stuff over in America they had their own war to fight so, <laughs> so I think that the Tolkien really taps into something that people like. People like a story with multiple characters. They like a story of people together, people uh, working together. Mm. Like, well, and people work like people, way different people working together. Yeah. I'd have to. I'm going to translate this. So this translates well to like how the way people play D and D. You can play the game by yourself. It's not very good. It's way better with <laughs> other people. Right. Like people love that idea. They love the idea of like. What you know? What quirky character? What character that like has these specific things? You need a fellowship to get the thing done. Exactly. Right. So not exactly. Only, not only that. Too, to also relate this to D and D. Like, yeah. here's the thing: reading the books, they're always on the cusp of failure. Mm. Like they are literally could fail at any moment. You don't know how they could possibly. Like, win. There's like they they're going to fail. Like you're thinking the whole time. Like yeah, they're totally apt. Like they beat in Taco Bell. Like. It's happening. At 3 a.m. Right. Jake. You know, and it's like, it's like, it's like D&D, like, you easily could fail. Like, there have been multiple times where we play it and we're like, yeah, I'm going to die. I'm done. I am dying. And then I'm out of dying. No, seriously. And then out of nowhere, a flying minotaur and like saves you. Yeah. And it's, I, I, I think People he's, he's done so well. I'm just like the whole time you're reading this and you're just like, there's no way. Like, yeah. obviously, we all know they do it, but if you're someone reading it for the first time, you're thinking, they're how, going to fail. How do they like get through this? Yeah. yeah, they're absolutely going to fail. Like, they have all, like, this hope in the world, but there's Oh, they had every not. reason to fail. Right, yeah. And no reason to succeed. And it's so... 1%. And it's like, he's so good at conveying, like, well, absolute hopelessness, but the fact that regardless, they carry on... Because they have that one percent in free shipping. But they do like the, they one of the ways they do they that. One they of the big ways they do that is they. Um, Amazon. What are they? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Matt. Please continue. That's okay. Uh, one of the big ways they do that is they kill off a character. Like when they kill off Boromir, like you're like, oh no, these are like. So the, it basically, it also like helps move like a uh, move the fantasy genre in such a way that like, hey, 
there's stakes here. Like, this, yeah. like this guy's dead. He's not coming back. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, bad guys aren't the only ones that die. Because in a yeah. lot of characters who dies, in a lot of, <laughs> in a lot of stories, it's like only the bad guys die. But when yeah. you kill a hero, first of all, a hero who's <coughs> not only just effed up pretty hard. Because you're like, oh man, yeah. they have time to get redeemed. They're they're, they're people too. They kind of suck just like us. Oh, not only that, he didn't even get to redeem himself. He He's not getting a redemption arc. Yeah. No, he got redeemed at the end. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Right, but like he didn't really get to make it up. Kind of. You know what I'm saying? Because you're redemption. in the first book, well, you don't get to see it. He didn't get to see the fruits of the redemption. Right. But, yeah. but no, it's just like, definitely redeemed himself. He's just like, oh no, there's a Daryl in me, I suck. Dead. Hmm. He just like, like took Bournemouth's death and just And let me just say, like, his death in the movies isn't even close to as epic as it is Oh yeah. Not even remotely. Like, he's a pincushion at the end of that battle. Literally. Yeah, it's, it's well. That's yeah, and that's due to like <laughs> gotta keep it PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say budgeting. I don't think they could afford that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, like, as like dense as these books are, I feel like the movies like did them pretty good justice. They did very, yeah. 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 Like for as much as like you know everyone can except play they didn't add Tom Bombadil to the movies, no. which would have detracted from the movie. But that's a completely different. Yeah, but I mean, like, Anyways. there's so much like. One page could take like twenty oh, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's better than the. Uh, the one that was not. Like, no, so like, so like the, the thing is, is like Tolkien's writing, like has also like it. It, it does a lot for a lot of people, right? So like, yeah. I remember when I was younger, um, didn't have a great relationship with my stepdad. He's kind of a POS, but like the one of the good things that I did have with him is like. Every time a movie came out, we went to like Nevada for some reason and watched it at the same place. I don't get it. Whatever, it was fun. Um, but I just remember growing up and like reading these stories and like learning about these stories. It's like one of the things that instilled in me is like it doesn't matter like the person you are, the circumstance you have. You always have the ability to do better. Yeah. You know, like you have an unlikely creature, a hobbit you know, being bestowed this terrible and not-so-fun thing, and despite his circumstance, you know, and the ability to fail, he was able to achieve things, you know, not necessarily through his own means, but he's still able to do it. You know, it just cost him a little bit of a finger, but still, <laughs> and a whole lot more. But, oh, I thought we were talking about Sam. No, so, so it's like... It, the story is about Sam. It, it's one of those things that's like, he was able to put in so much of the story and pack a lot, like world building, the hero's journey, you know, the idea of whether it's faith or like morality and all this stuff, and like you walk away completely fulfilled in... Honestly, I, I think at the end of the story, you yourself end up taking the hero's journey as you're reading through these books because like if you read these books and you're just like one I'm entertained but you're also like asking if not if you're not asking yourself like what am I doing that's similar to these characters have you really experienced these books mm-hmm. or even why do I believe what I believe right yeah well I mean your brain is in that adventure mode so when you go out to reality you know quote unquote right, you get to escape reality for a minute but then you come back and you're like oh you know, it's pretty much the same except that I don't get the dragons or this but I get it you know what I mean? And I think just the, the creativity, it opens up your brain to a whole new level. Yeah. Since, didn't you, so did you, when you were talking about the, the mastermind group, was the the, uh, the fellowship, that was yeah. his story? 
Was that him or were you telling of a story? No, no, that was his. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, Na- Napoleon Hill, um, he, he calls it the mastermind group. Mm, yeah, yeah he know? does. So, I mean, like he talks about getting people, people and they all want to help you and they all work together. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. idea of. Um, so, yeah. No, that's what I thought of when you said that. I was yeah. thinking of Napoleon Hill. Definitely, yeah. like, it's kind of funny, like, every great leader you can think of has, like, Alexander Great had that same thing. Like, yep. he wrote it down in his. Yeah, like fifth of volume of his ideals yeah and I think it's amazing when you see it in every single part like every time there's a good leader there's always people who have built him up and brought him to that area no one goes through life by themselves yeah. and it's really amazing you try to good job Rachel guys look I uh I've she's thought a lot she's been so you, guys, you, guys, you guys heard that like that, that head movement and that swamp shut up I feel like she's from Jersey because she reminds me of she reminds me of <laughs> You know what, guys? You are someone from Jersey. You did, I can't tell if that was a diss or not, but I'm going to take it out on the group. I'm going to make you all feel old. I was born the year The Two Towers came out in theaters. So, let that sink in. Yep. Oh. I literally didn't exist. What year was that? 2002. 2002. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I I, I hope yeah. you guys all like metaphorically felt the peace sign I put up. I think we can agree, and honestly, like I, I think just like as a fun, as a fun challenge for us, not like something like we should do, but I think you know the next time we're like in a bookstore or we're like watching a movie or whatever, I, I think we gotta like, I think we should like sit back and just like look how very obvious like Tolkien's writing and storytelling has influenced all the forms of media that we're able to like mm. receive, you know, like, like. Look, look at it like just just try it you know and just be like man yeah there there is that like one of my uh one of my favorite podcasts i'm listening to right now hello from the magic tavern very obvious that one it's influenced by tolkien but like even for an improv podcast it's very like they've taken a lot of the ways that he's written and created story and put it into there well yeah stuff that like no, it's because they're i mean because they're Basing it off of D and D, right? Well, but there's a thing <laughs> with like the multiple, the multiple names for sure is like a Tolkien esque thing, right? Like, well, I'm, I'm even like the, their storytelling elements, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like taking out the D and D or the high fantasy stuff aside, just like how they're creating story progression, even through improv, is very apparent on how Tolkien has influenced people. You know, through his writing, like. Mm-hmm. Look, look at your anime, look at One Piece, look at these story arcs and like how they do things. It's very apparent that he's a very influential writer within storytelling, you know, and granted, he's not the, he's not the like only one, but he's very important, but he's probably the one that has influenced more people than not. Yo, you're, you're saying that I'm thinking of like DNA. Like I'm thinking like how many people have written books or created movies or told stories, right, that read or listened or heard that were influenced by Tolkien. It's almost like like, like a genetic thing. Like, like it's so, it's already, it was so embedded in there. There's really no way to see how, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so many different, and then those branched off to the next, and then, you know, like, like that's, that's all I'm, I'm imagining is just like this. The, <laughs> it's all, yeah. No, that's there. I mean, and it's credited like in a roundabout way it's credited as like part of like yeah. how they did the like 
how they build the worlds for the like for Thor, for the Amazing Fantasy books. So all Thor's stuff basically in mm-hmm. Marvel. It it definitely like you can see touches of it in there all over the place. Uh, yeah, it's definitely there for sure. Do you? It's like a core building block or a core genetic a core genetic piece. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to go back in somebody's time frame and remove one person from their from their genetic line, the entire thing would would be damaged. Right? Unless it's so, Futurama and Yeah. You know, like the whole genetic makeup of storytelling is is he's one of those core genes. Yeah. And if you look at life and you look at the, the time frame, that's kind of that's where I kind of saw yeah. it. You know, there's no really way way to picture how far it's spread because it's you know. I'd like sure. to know what Colton's books were that he went to every day to study. Fun. Like, what was in his like? What was on his? What made Tolkien? Who made us? Yeah. I think yeah. his. I think his son actually wrote a book about like his father's influence and just like the whole road leading up to you know what they are. And I, the there, there's, it was yeah. a lot of his time in the war. Yeah, he wrote a lot about the exact battles was, that he was in. Yeah, was so a lot bad. of it was like his young adult life, like the yeah. the fellowship he had with his friends, and like, oh, yeah. like he lost a couple of them in the in the war. Like yeah. they were they were tight as hell, um, you know. And then like his marriage to his wife, and then his kids, and just uh, I, I think there's like a lot of his early young adult life. Oh, he. He created a whole character based on his wife. Luthien was a direct, right. was directly based on his wife. I, That's interesting. The the yeah the. I think if you look at his young adult life and you look at Little Bit of Lord of the Rings, you can definitely tell like he put himself everywhere. You know, it was like he was he made so many Stan Lee cameos in those books. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. What? Like, you know how, like, Stan Lee... Stan Lee style cameos? Yeah, oh, like, okay. in the Marvel movies. Okay, I don't understand the connection you're making. Because he puts little bits of himself in everything he does. Okay, yeah. got it. Do you think that, do you think that if Tolkien... That was know, a weird analogy. I kind of, like, have a thing. I don't know how to explain it, though, so I'm going to try to do my best. There's an episode in Doctor Who where Van Gogh yes. gets in the TARDIS and comes back and gets to like look at his his legacy. Do you think that if Tolkien got a chance to look at his legacy, like how do you think you react to that? It's about dang time because fantasy sucked before me and C.S. Lewis did what we did. <laughs> Seriously, they they just they agreed that there was no fantasy that they cared to read. Yeah. So they wrote their own fantasy. And then, and, then, and then he would. Ride. And, and then he would watch Game of Thrones. And he'd be up. disappointed. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I think that I think that at some point, I kind of think that he had enough humility that he kind of wouldn't believe it. I don't know because his writing was never for glory. His writing was for his family was himself. For, yeah. Well, that's why I think he would probably weep with just pride and humility yeah. and just yeah. Awe. I think he'd be yeah. proud because he'd be like the thing that I built for my family has been able to bring joy to everyone yeah, yeah. you know all and the way I, to your dad reading to you yeah, yeah and I think he'd be like honestly he'd, he'd go yeah he'd be like this was a nice gift that I was able to give them 
Well, I mean, even at his you alma know. mater, like we went when we went to Oxford and like toured the campus in the cafeteria, there is a giant portrait of him and C.S. Lewis. Yeah, just like right is by the door. Is he just doing like the suck it thing? <laughs> no, no, he's very he's very prim and proper and poised. <laughs> like, they, they have an entire class, I think, based right. on like their history. Dude, I would love Oxford. to take that class. Do you know how? Oh, because C.S. Lewis and Tolkien are my favorite writers. That would be the best class to take. So are you, you have kidding? to afford to get into you Oxford. You know in the portrait they didn't do a whole body one because you know on his knee he did something because he's like I'm gonna get him every single time and the painter was like no you're not no, absolutely you're not saving the this game this is Oxford sir. also by the way everyone listening uh, you just lost the game I <laughs> wow. wow real mature Jake real mature with that on that high note. We just lost all our subscribers. Which window do we get to throw him through? <laughs> just uh, pick the it. one upstairs. Oh, oh yeah, no. second story window, even oh. better. Yeah, I just meant you know, which one do you want to replace? Um, the neighbor's front window. It's Then not only do you have to deal with like the shards of glass sticking in your skin, you also have to have a conversation with our next door neighbor, which I guarantee is even worse than the first part. Oh no, I'll just put out, <laughs> out on the carpet just so that we can get one uh, extra one up on them. Fantastic! That's great of you. Perfect plan. So cool. But what are you gonna do about your down payment now? Down payment? Free shipping, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we already got the down payment on their lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. It boomeranged, remember? <laughs> that's how Jake's bodily functions works. He's Australian. It's, he's Australian. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of like a volcanic Can we spray. end? Can, can we end like right now? Please. Please. Guys, Lord. Full guys, circle. Tolkien. Tolkien. Full, full Amazing. Circle. Good. We love it. Mount Doom is named after my anus. Shut <laughs> up, Jake. Gosh. <laughs> we made full circle. I think it's time. Yeah, ne- ne- next week, tune in. We're going to do an any percent speed run of the Lord of the Rings books. It's going to be awesome. A what percent speed run? Any percent. Any percent. <laughs> so we get Live three pages down? I'm just shipping. kidding. This is not a thing that's happening. Anyways, That'd thanks for awesome, tuning in to Comic Talk 616. I am Kyle, Lord Pope Deity of the Church of Evidation. Totinos are nothing. Totinos are nothing. Not a real cult. <laughs> oh no, it's a real cold. <laughs> it is if you believe. There are pamphlets. Anyways, I'm Jake, aka Lord Facetat. Did you say pamphlets? I thought that's what he said too. What? I said pamphlets. I didn't so know he was jelly. illiterate as he was ugly. I'm Steve. <laughs> Why? You need information. I'm the Oracle. <laughs> I am right. I am. I'm just Erwin and Orange. <laughs> I am uh, Matt, the High Lord of Pickles and the Baron of the Moon. <laughs> I am the intern and apparently the jock, Rachel. <laughs> I don't have a cool name. I'm Kaylin. That is a cool name. <laughs> that is Aww. the best name. I prefer that name. Thanks. You can be the Empress of the Church of Evidation. So you know what? Does that mean I outrank you? Yeah. You are the filling of the hey, hey. pizza rolls. Of the body of the church. I'm all about disrespecting women, but I'm not like them. Let's be done. Cut it off that. This episode is brought to you by the word of the night, apparently pamphlet. Thank you, Jake. <laughs>
didn't poop on your lawn. It was an accident. I was aiming for your neighbors, and for some reason, it just boomerang backed. It's mm-hmm. never happened before. <laughs> Can you never yeah, say that? Like, <laughs> like, if boomerang back, are you really? If it boomerang back, the wind. wouldn't it be not on the Stop. No. no. So here's the thing. Stop. I no, no, no. In the projection of his neighbor's house, how boomerangs work. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. I pooped Stay facing his neighbors, and then it soccer. shot around and landed in his lawn. But they was sixteen. No, it comes. Jake, please give me that. It returns from what game? Wow, this is going to be like and I have very different boomerang techniques. Moving on. I'm saying it shot one way and then turned around and landed back in his yard. Can we give like a good five second between that conversation and what we're trying to do for our main topic? Because it seems like. Flinging poop. Okay, hold on. Ten seconds of silence. 